we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, hey, hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? Um, I am doing okay. Um, no complaints at all whatsoever. Happy to be um, celebrating a new year. Excited about the things to come for 2022. I always feel like refreshed and renewed at the beginning of the year. So um, I'm feeling good. How you feeling? I am doing outstanding. Um, it, it was a really, really, really um, great start to the year already. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's been a great, like, um, last year was a huge year for me. It may not have mm -hmm. been for everybody else, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, okay, it is what it is. But last year was really, really huge. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really looking forward to what's to come for this year as well. So. I'm super duper duper excited. A shout out to everybody in the building. Absolutely. Um, happy New Year, family. Happy, yes, happy, happy New, New Year. Year to all of you. Yes. Um, shout out to the Prophet of Thought series. He Thank says, you. peace to the brothers in the breakdown. Um, peace you. to you as well. Thank you so much for your super chat. Um, y'all, we got a we got a good one today. We got a good Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah, very, we, very interesting we topic. To start and a, it off. Yes, and a and a phenomenal panel of men that we will be talking to in a minute. Um, but okay, so you said that um that you know last year was a good year for you and that um you know you're looking forward to kind of what this year has to offer i would say last year was absolutely a phenomenal year for you um yes. even sitting in my seat and seeing your growth and all that you experienced um you had a, a great year and i really have no complaints about 2021 um yeah, um yeah. i would say the biggest things that were bad um i did lose my stepfather oh, in 2021 yeah. and also my best friend just lost her mom and mm -hmm. she was like a mother to all of us so that was um yeah also um one of the bad things but mm -hmm. um considering the ups that i had last year yeah um it was, uh, I actually got married. I moved to a new state. We mm -hmm. actually bought a house. Mm -hmm. um, then being able to get to raise my, my stepdaughter and, mm -hmm. you know, my son actually living in a house with a man. Um, doing YouTube and experiencing growth with this channel and mm -hmm. also purchasing another channel. Mm -hmm. um, it has been, 2021 was a hell of a year for me. It was a Absolutely. really, really really good year for me and um i expect 2022 um i don't know if i could top 2021 i don't know baby listen look <laughs> you 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 clearly um don't underestimate yourself because 2021 <laughs> was the beginning of greatness but um i i feel like 2022 2021 was a really good year for me too i had some really good things happen and i am like super excited for 2022 because i already have some crazy amazing things in store for 2022 as yes. well so i am excited 
And I'm like ready to take this year on. Like I'm not even feeling 100%, but I'm excited about all that's in store for this year. Even just in the first quarter, like all the exciting things that I have um, coming down the pipeline. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, oh, yeah, man. can't wait to see what unfolds. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's super oh, my sad. Gosh, that is sad. Um, I send our condolences. Mm -hmm. That is terrible um yeah i'm so sorry to hear that you know when you take losses like that that is yeah um concrete do you have any new year's resolutions um so i'm not like i you know i feel like the older we get the more cynical people become and everybody's like, oh, you know, what's the sense in making resolutions? You ain't gonna live up to them. And people literally just wanna piss on your parade all the time. I'm not like that. I'm an optimist. I absolutely look forward to starting anew. I'm conti always continuing to find ways to elevate myself uh, professionally, uh, you know, personally as well. So yes, I do have some New Year's resolutions. Uh, the biggest one that I have is like financial. So some things that I'm doing to ensure that I continue to put myself in a position to build generational wealth and to continue to um, do things to create passive income. So um, that's okay. my like number one resolution. Got you, got you, got you. Mm -hmm. um, my New Year's resolution is to read more um, books and to actually um, really, really exercise. Mm -hmm. um yeah it's always like my you know the um exercising actually like i find reasons <laughs> like it's the my gym is not like really close to me so i'll be like oh my gosh by the time i go to the gym you know i gotta get back and get to work and da da da, da. um and my uh fiance is converting um one half of our garage into a gym so i'm like i I don't have no excuse. I mean, like, I'll because it's too, it's like the weather's too up and down, or if it's rainy, you can't go out and ride your bike and stuff. But he's converting half of the garage um, to because his car's too big to fit in one half of the garage anyway um, to um, a gym. So, like, I ain't gonna have no excuses. Oh, shout out to Lady Mocha. Uh, Lady Mocha, hit us up. We okay. are definitely looking to collaborate with more women as well. Absolutely. Um, and um, honey, you ain't short on content or common sense. You know, uh, <laughs> Lady Mocha's been around for a minute, but uh, she also has a great platform and she's mm -hmm. very honest and forthright. So. If you guys hadn't just um, subscribed to Lady Mocha, please go over there and subscribe because um, Lady Mocha got that, got the, uh, she got it unlocked. She, she really is on her stuff. And, I, I, I and like that's that. the thing too, like even with our channel, like I feel like last year was completely different than our first year. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to this year being even, you know, different on a, in, in, in different ways. So, um, we have some exciting things coming um, with our actual channel together. Um, some, some changing up some things and, you know, um, doing some different things as it relates to the channel. And yeah, I want to see continued growth of our channel too. So 
Um, I'm excited. Yes, about that too. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I just have one thing before our guests come on. Um, Black Wizard, I think you have the link. Teapot, if you're listening, I think you also have the link. Um, but there's one thing I did want to touch on. I was scrolling through IG. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lady by um, Ari Fletcher. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Ari is. So Ari was talking about being in a toxic relationship and was describing the toxic relationship as, um, you know, she used to be very, very immature, but when she got with this guy, um the guy would be like she's with money bag yo and he would tell her how immature she was being like if they get into it um she'd tell him she was packing her bags up she was leaving um she'd call her assistant you know i'm leaving i'm out of here um talking like a lot of mess um she said that she basically liked a toxic relationship to where you know, if a guy uh, like pull a gun out on her and, um, you know, let her know it's real, like you mm. serious, like don't, if you leave them, you know, like a guy would actually go very toxic on her. And, you know, a lot of women were really, really, really upset at the thought of like the, the domestic violence part on behalf of the man. And she basically got on and said, you know, um, y'all be victimizing yourselves, uh, all that good stuff. And I thought that that was something very, very interesting because I don't think that other women or excuse me, that women in general acknowledge our own toxicity within relationships. Um, We'll see a woman being toxic and we skip right over that part. She's mushing him upside the head. Um, She's the provocateur Mm -hmm. in a lot of those situations. And I think a lot of us look past them, look past it. But so what do you think about that? Um, A couple different things. So as it relates to Ari, um, I'm going to say like Ari is from Chicago and that's how Chicago chicks are. Um, Chicago hood chicks are like that. They are addicted to toxicity. They think that love is, um, it's not love if it's not a toxic relationship where, you know, you're being called out your name and, you know, um, being um, abusive towards one another and police are being called. So um, I'm not surprised at what she said. Um, I think that it was clearly evident, even the entire, like, social media stratosphere had her pegged as the toxic one because you would see her and she was in a relationship with um g herbo and she was clearly toxic the police being called abusing him you know antagonizing the man doing all kind of foolishness then she got into a relationship with um i can't think of his name he's a boxer g uh starts with a g as well um the he's a light a lightweight boxer but um she got into a relationship with him and it was the same thing so i already knew what type of time she was on i can say that since she's been with moneybag yo that she seems to have calmed down um and maybe she has recognized that she was being extremely immature but i do think that as men um you know if you enter into a relationship with someone that is toxic on that level 
um, it's up to you to identify that. And it shouldn't even make it to the level of a relationship. Like she already had a reputation for being toxic. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just, um, the fact that a lot of women won't acknowledge um, women actually provoking those situations and still wanting those women to be victims um, I thought that that was very, very, very interesting. Like mm -hmm. nobody wants to acknowledge that part of it. Oh, uh, it was Javante Davis. Javante, oh, that's who it was. Yep, yeah, that's mm -hmm. exactly who it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Naima, yes, they are actually all joining us. So it should be a really, really interesting show. I'm going to wrap this on up and then we'll get started. But um, it should be an interesting show. Um, it's like, so when I went and I was watching videos, um, everybody was, oh, well, you know, women are the victims and they're victims and she's, uh, she's, saying that they're everybody's um not victims and, and then as you know they try to make it sound like um women don't sometimes provoke these situations and are also just ex as toxic mm -hmm. if not more um and i, I just i don't know I'm, I'm like you know i saw people defending ari like when she got into it now she had been um, get, had a toxic relationship with G Herbo for many years, and it was clear that she was the antagonizer. The last time that she got into it with G Herbo, where I think he did something that the police were called, like it, everybody was jumping on her side and acting as if she was the victim when you clearly saw her. I think maybe he pulled her ponytail out. It, whatever it was, it was uncalled for, and you know he was wrong for it. But um, it was very easy for them to then quickly see her as a victim, even though she had been the antagonizer in their relationship and in other relationships for many, many years. I think that women, as Black women, they have a hard time viewing other Black women as antagonizers, as manipulators, as abusers, but can right. easily identify them as victims when they feel that they are wronged. That is a great point a great point shout out to edward bailey what's All up right. edward welcome <laughs> welcome back because he wasn't mm -hmm. he wasn't a member now. welcome back <laughs> <laughs> welcome back thank you thank you thank you for joining us edward bailey yes um, um do you have anything else no nothing else i didn't um i had some stuff but nothing that i was like prepared to share because you know i didn't expect us to have a few minutes to uh chat but um nothing else i guess just excited for the show and excited to talk to these married mans all right well let's bring them up all right happy new year everybody happy new year fellas hey hey happy new year hey how's it going? happy new year Yes, y'all sound like, excited and nerve. Y'all ain't nervous, are y'all? Not at all. Y'all got nervous jitters. Yeah. I'm extra Nothing. good, actually. Okay. So good. Did you know, uh, concrete always coming with some BS. So, you no, know, I told no, her no. she was gonna have to relax. It was a new <laughs> year, as expected. Yeah, yeah as expected. it's concrete. It's concrete yeah. that's coming with the mess. Uh -huh. oh, Facts let, always. Let her tell um, it. Let her tell it. We expect this now. That's what I be saying. I be like, concrete, you got to relax, boo. And chill. And um, 
don't be trying to uh you know don't be asking these crazy questions child you know, uh, yeah, got, be, right mm-hmm, that's my mo let, let her and, tell it antagonizing <laughs> the guests you know all that stuff concrete textbook concrete yeah <laughs> i'm so glad people be recognizing that it don't be me i don't know why he laughing because like like, y'all, like, baby, like we married he gonna stand beside her but he be going no we married and you know i know y'all heard of the tro- happy wife happy life um, <laughs> that is the most toxic saying like mm. the most feminist toxic saying um concrete relating to marriage i mean um, she's turned up already listen my fiance won't even let me use that like what the hell yeah, how that lady on friday said okay <laughs> a real phony okay okay, okay. no um happy spouse happy house and that's uh Mm. a better way to go about it but Mm -hmm. you know um y'all know i'm gonna get it off but um anyway um teapot we uh when you join we are ready for you also but let's let's um let's get it started yeah let's do Um, this let's everybody introduce yourselves and tell us how long you have been married and uh, mr curlin i'll start with you hey husband hey baby uh i am mr curlin uh mm. i've been i've you know in and out of these parts lately more out than in um <laughs> and we've been married for what six months yes yeah six months oh still in the newlyweds newbies straight <laughs> up straight up newlyweds uh okay um black wizard what about you i am black wizard for those who don't know um i have been married i will be married uh for 10 years coming up on the 7th of this month so uh i mean i got a little more salt in the game than uh than y'all too (laughs) Oh. 10 years i would never have guessed that first of all black witch sounds so young like i thought y'all were married like two years y'all but whatever reason years? i thought it was a sh- like i i didn't yeah. think it happened that long either holy cow congratulations nope definitely yep um uh we we got married in in 2012 and i was still in the navy so yeah go navy and been going strong since then wow. of course Yes. Um, okay. Gabe A, what about you? Hey, hey. Um, Gabe A here on YouTube has always been kind of around for a while, man, since maybe 2015, 2016-ish time period. Really started off around uh O'Shea's channel, kind of um and been around since <laughs> since then. Um, and we've been married for going on five years. Yep, going okay. on five years. Yeah. Wow. So I guess I was I was actually around Manosphere or Black Manosphere spaces before I even got married. So Oh wow. And you still did, you still pulled the trigger. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> guess we'll get into that. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't say I, I didn't talk about my experience with the Manosphere. So um, Yeah, we're gonna get off uh, into yeah, so. it. Right. Oh, okay. I I'll, I'll leave that for the questions, I guess. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get off into it. 
Um, shout out to Edward Bailey. He says, happy husband and happy wife lead to a happy marriage. That is absolutely positively true. Um, thank you so much for that, Edward Bailey. Concrete, what is your first question? And wait, wait, wait. Shout out to Lady Mocha. She says, 22 years for me oh, on March wow. 11th. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's huge. huge. Such a milestone. Wow, That's wow, good. wow. Yeah, awesome. Um, okay, so since since it was brought up, I guess I'll start with your um affiliation with the space and um for those who were familiar with the space prior to marriage if you can talk about um how your view of marriage was impacted by your um affiliation with this space or you know your knowledge of this space so first off how long you've been in the space we we learned how long you've been married but how long have you been in the space and if you were in the space prior to marriage, did that have any impact? Did it make you a little cautious regarding going into marriage um, on you deciding to marry? So we'll start with Bro Curlin and then uh, Black Wizard and Gabe. Um, for me, I've been around since uh, pretty much the, the, the uh, when I was uh, leading into being separated from my from my last wife, that was around twenty seventeen ish. I want to say, because um, <clears throat> you, you you know how how everything is kind of pitched to you all your life. You know, um, girls are sugar and spice and everything nice. You know, and you can kind of see certain things, behaviors, or whatever in in the in your peripheral, but you don't really know how to classify it. So, at well, you know, given what happened with my last marriage, you know, you kind of, you kind of hit all all available avenues trying to 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 piece the puzzle together, right? And um, I, I I was on YouTube and I messed around and I ran into Uncle Rom, and you know, Rom got a catalog, and then he mentioned BGS. I ran into BGS. And BGS got a catalog, and then from there it was like a floodgate. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's pretty much how I how I got started. So she also asked, um, "Did was it, your view of marriage impacted from um, being in the space?" To a certain degree, yes, but I never ruled it out because I I've seen what a good marriage can be like. Um, for me, it was okay. Something went left in my in my own shit. I need to figure out what that was so it doesn't happen again. You know, but it, it, if if it were impacted, you know, with the, the the madness that these guys talk, then everybody would be single forever. Like nobody, no one would ever do anything. So, mm -hmm. okay. thank you, bro, Carla. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to Gaston's world. He says, happy new year, ladies. Welcome to 2022. Um, thank you so much, Gaston. Happy new to new year to you as well. Um, black wizard. What are your thoughts? All right. Um, my introduction, my introduction to the space as a, as a culture was around 2014. Um, I was really, 
I was kind of messing around uh, with the the internet, you know, with the YouTube and everything like that. And I kind of found, uh, first I found SWP, uh, Sergeant Willie P. And then that kind of led me somehow to a tangent to get to the turd flinging monkey, if you know who that is. But the turd once flinging I, monkey. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a, he was a big, yeah, he's a big MGTOW guy uh, at the time. And um, once I found him, I found Sandman and everything like that. But my introduction to like red pill philosophy was actually back in like 09-ish. Um, and that was because like I was, I, I'd never been really uh, good with women. And uh, somebody introduced me to this uh, book called uh, The Mystery Method, which was uh like pickup art, the stuff that people use as pickup now, uh, or some of the origins of it. And um, uh, I started using it and doing the cold approaches and things like that. So I got introduced to the red pill philosophy through uh, PUA uh, okay. in 2009-ish, 2010. And then that kind of led me up to getting married in 2012. I found red pill after. I found, I found all the I found all the culture of the manosphere after I was married. Okay. What did your, I'm sorry, just a quick side question. What did your wife think of the rhetoric that you were ingesting being that, you know, you were married and um, there's a lot of anti-marriage rhetoric uh, in this space. Well, concrete, I do want, I wanted to ask that question as well, but I want okay. them all to answer that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but I, and I didn't, I didn't really answer how it impacted my views on marriage. Um, I it impact it impacted my views on marriage to a degree. Um, of course, every man, every man, especially in the who's a millennial and everything like that, is kind of brought up with the more blue pill kind of philosophy thing, where it's like you know what Curlin was talking about: sugar, spice, everything nice, hype the wife, happy life, kind of thing. And then, you know, PUA kind of shifted my view on that um, because I was like, well, the stuff I'm doing is not working. So, you know, I was the kind of guys like, you know, I'll, you know, go out of my way to be extremely nice, but it wasn't really yielding me any, any results in reciprocity. So uh, PUA shifted my view on that a little bit. And then when I got to the space and I started listening to the MGTOW creators, I was like, oh, okay, well, now... Now it all now it's all starting to make sense. So I kind of, you know, uh, I, it's like it it didn't shift my view that uh, marriage is uh, that you shouldn't get married, but it definitely it definitely changed my view as far as like uh, you know you might want to proceed with caution. You should know what you're getting into. Right, right. Very interesting. All right, um, Gabe. Hey, what about you? Okay. Um, so I have been around since probably like 2015, 2016. Like I said before, started off around like the O'Shea time, maybe like the inception of the 2.0 when everybody used to kind of more be together as it concerns messages. It would literally be like one person would come out with a video about one subject and like two, three, four, five other of the larger content creators would kind of mimic it or amplify the message. So I was back around that time and I just made a connection with O'Shea. I, I initially met O'Shea through, I think, Facebook. Um, and then we just connected. I don't know. I, I don't know. We just start start talking. I think he was he was in um, he was in medical school. 
I was also considering professional school in the form of like a master's or, or something. So we kind of more connected on more like an academic level, more career wise. So we would talk offline and whatnot, and we're still good friends today. Um, and the second question was um, based upon the messages. How has that affected my view of marriage? It never has. Right. And I think that that's 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 it's interesting because I think that many people describe the black manosphere as a big barbershop and i've been going to barbershops since i was young all right getting hair haircuts and everything right around a lot of men around that environment after my uncle stopped messing my head up giving me timmies and whatnot so i used to go to barbershops and it's literally the same type of atmosphere except you're physically in person everybody has different messages and the thing that i realized is that people's messages are dictated by their experiences. And when I would see people, when I would understand the messages that were coming from the black manosphere, I'm like, he had to go, he went through something in order for him to come to this perspective. Of course, there are statistics, there are facts, yeah. But even people mailed or selectively used facts in order to support their ideas and their thoughts and their messages. So it their ideas, many of the anti-marriage rhetoric it did not push me towards having a negative idea or understanding about marriage because I knew where I wanted to go. Right. I have my own life, personal goals. Want to have children, want to be be married, want to move up in a career ladder and all these particular things. Right. Even have my own entrepreneurial journeys. And I did want to and I do want to do that with a wife. Right. I do want to do that having a, a partner in my life. So, no, they didn't affect my my views because. Um, I already had my own goals set, but I did think that it gave me more perspective about men and what they went through in their relationship journeys. And I'll just leave it at that. That's really, thank you, Gabe. Um, I, and I can see that you are a man who walks to the beat of his own drum. You will often have like dissenting opinions from like a lot of the other men in the room. So, uh, and I appreciate that about you. So I figured that you weren't swayed at all, but um, yeah, thank you. Cause that kind of confirms my own thoughts about you. So thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Okay. Well, now uh, we do have Teapot in the building. Good morning, Teapot. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh-oh. He's still on mute. Okay. Um. Well, when he comes off mute, Peace, peace, peace. Can y'all hear me now? Yes, we there can you hear go. you. Man, what's good? What's good? What a peace, everybody. Glorious 2022. Um, I apologize for my tardiness, but um, I am here, and uh, I hope everybody's doing all right. What's good with it? Um, everything is great. Um, we started off asking the men to introduce themselves um, and how long they've been married. So if you could tell mm -hmm. us that. Well, everybody knows who I am. Uh, this X from the TPOT YouTube page. I've been married almost 21 years. Um, April will be our 21st anniversary. So I've probably wow. been married as hey. long as you folks been alive. But <laughs> wow. well, congratulations on that because that's not an easy feat. So, right. Something um, to be proud of. Right. Okay. So 22, 
almost 22 years. Almost 21. Almost, almost 21. 21 years. Okay. And then, um, Concrete, your question was? Um, well, uh, I guess <laughs> part of my question we know does not apply because he's been married for longer than the manosphere has even existed. But um, I guess just in general, I wanted to know if um, being in the space and, um, you know, ingesting the different opinions of men in the space and how the space can be so anti-marriage, if that has impacted your views on marriage at all whatsoever, and if so, how? Um, not really. It hasn't have it hasn't had that much of an impact because I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, marriage is just like anything else, right? It's not for everybody. Um, it's it's for who it's for, and of course the majority of black men are not married. So the majority of black men probably can't relate to, you know, the marriage as an institution or the married lifestyle. Now I'll say this, even though I've been married, you know, for more than two decades, I believe that in this climate, all right. I know things are different than than how they were for me. You know, you go back 20, 25 years, you know, things were, were different back then. Now in this climate, I don't know if I would tell uh, brothers to get married. I, I don't know if that would be the message, oh, you know, you but. Yeah, you know that was one of my questions too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if that would be my message to brothers. I would tell brothers to get married if it's right for them. Right. All right. If if it's right for them, do it. But if you don't think it's right for you, don't do it. I mean, yeah. how does that yeah, change don't from before it. and now though? Like even back then, T Pop, when you got married, I mean, if you wanted to get married, you got married. But if you didn't want to get married, you didn't. How does that change for between your time and our time? Because I've only been married for five years, and I and I feel like that message is still true between then and now. Like I wouldn't sway um, people away from it just because the times are different, or just because. The well, I don't necessarily want to, you know, detour brothers from it, but I understand that that things are different now. Um, I mean, I have two sons. OK, and my sons are in their 30s and, and both of them are married. Right. And when they came to me and talked about, you know, these women that they wanted to marry, the first thing I asked them were, was, are you sure you want to do this? You know, that was my first question. I mean, I, I would tell a brother in a minute, you know, if you think it's right for you, do it, because I say again, it is not for everyone. But I think we live in a different time now. I think uh, uh, women are different now than they were 30 years ago. Um, brothers are different than they were 30 years ago. And, and of course, we think it's ideal. You know, a, a marriage is ideal in a perfect world. You know, when you think about, you know, children and, and you know, the benefit to the children who are coming up, you know, all that stuff is included in it. But I mean, don't get married just for the sake of getting married. I mean, you you get married if it's right for you, if you want to build the family, if you want to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yes, do it. But if, if that's not what you want to do, if that if that's not what you see in your future, I'd be the last person to tell you, oh, man, you need to get married. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That, okay. that makes sense. And if you think about it, you know, um, 
I don't know if uh, I, I know you're kind of you're speaking about, you know, in today's time, kind of how what approach you would take. But um, if you feel like, you know, two decades ago when you got married, you had a different perspective. And would you have encouraged men, you know, when you originally got married a few years into your marriage at that time, did you feel differently? Would you have strongly encouraged men to seek out marriage during that time, although you have a different opinion now, or is it the same? Would you have kind of taken the same approach that you would today? Yeah, well, I took the same um, approach back then. Um, there's nine of us, right? My parents had nine children. Wow. I was one of, uh, and all of them are married. All my sisters and brothers and myself, we're all married. I was one of the last to freaking get married. I mean, I have a younger sister. She got married before I did. So I was one of the last holdouts. All right. I mean, a lot of my my siblings, they got married in their 20s, man, their mid 20s. They got married. I mean, I didn't get married until I was like, you know, 30. And I didn't get married till I was like 30. So, you know, I, I was one of the last holdouts because, you know, it wasn't right for me at that particular time. And I grew up in a married home. I mean, my parents have been married like uh, 52, 53 years when my dad died. So, I mean, I, I grew up as a kid and as a, as a teenager, young adult, um, and a, a fully fledged adult seeing a marriage that worked for more than half a century. So, I mean, I, I came from that. So I, I, I knew I was going to eventually get married. I just, I guess I couldn't find the right one or, you know, so <laughs> I was one of the last holdouts because I pretty much thought then the way I do now, not just for other people, but for myself. So right. that's it. I'm going to read the super chat and then I do have a question. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, fellas, what are some misconceptions that you hear about the manosphere. Um, Eugene, I actually have your question wrote down already. Um, so we'll definitely get to that. Um, Lord have mercy. He don't, he don't, he don't stop. <laughs> this guy here. Happy New Year, Grinch. <laughs> wow. <Married> peaches taste better. <laughs> Taboo is life's all natural sweetener. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thank you for that announcement. Well, we're glad that Yo, you like Grinch peaches. What does that even mean? Don't ask. Anyway. <laughs> okay. What people okay. throw their money away for. That's why. <laughs> well, um, I do have a question. Do does the manosphere have a distorted belief? about how marriage really works. Mr. Curlin, I'll start with you since we just made it here. So um, I would say I would say absolutely yes. And they, and the reason I say that is because like myself, a lot of a lot of us did not understand how the chessboard was set when we walked into our first marriage. Um a lot of people of you know make their way here because they've gone through something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's divorce, sometimes it's a horrible breakup or whatever. But um like I said before, the 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 chessboard is set how it's set. 
the rules are the rules, the laws are the laws, and society and the women are how they are. So either you you either gonna play the game how the chessboard is set, or you're gonna go in with these blind expectations of how things are quote unquote supposed to work and and wind up in, in a, a bad situation. You know. Okay. That's that's my take on it. Okay. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Curlin. Um, Gabe A, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Curlin. Yeah, I think it is a distorted view. Because What's so interesting is that a lot of times when you see people do live streams, right, about marriage, it's typically with the backdrop of a celebrity that has just gotten divorced mm. or somebody who has been taken through the ringer. Typically, the reporting of marriage in the black manosphere is when marriage goes wrong. You don't okay. typically hear stories when marriages have went went right. So that automatically creates a level of bias in all the conversations. Is that, hey, look, hey, look at this marriage that ended. Hey, look at this celebrity couple that got divorced. Hey, look at this million dollar settlement that Dr. Dre had to pay to his his um, ex-wife. Right. So I do think that 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 the fact that the negatives of marriage are reported way more than the positives of marriage, it automatically creates an atmosphere of a distortion about what marriage is. And you I'll bring about there. an interesting point. Um, I do, I'm going to touch on um, some of those things as well, but I think you bring about a, a very interesting point. Um, Black Wizard, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'd say it's necessarily a misconception of marriage. Um, I was thinking about it a little bit while you guys were talking, but um, I think the mis I, I don't think there's a misconception in marriage per se. Um, I like the manosphere in general is just full of a lot of people who think at least the content creators are full of a lot. They're usually really big thinkers. So they usually know in theory how things work. I think the misconception that I see with the manosphere is just in general relationship dynamics on how it really, how it works in reality when you're actually interacting with, with, with women. Like it's almost like, things are seen in a very static, very rigid binary. So it's like the man has to be a hundred percent alpha, alpha his way through everything, be a leader at all times, you know, check these women every time she get out of line and stuff like that. And then women have to be submissive, listen to everything you say, right. be quiet. Like that. I don't think that's necessarily a misconception of marriage itself. I think the institution of marriage, as far as that's concerned, like I think, I think men in the space actually have a really good understanding of the uh, of of how it works in society and things like that. But I think when it comes to actually the relationship dynamics on the ground, that things get kind of mis misconstrued. Okay, that makes sense. Well, wait, if 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 they're saying that marriage should be the wife being quiet, uh, pretty much uh, always pregnant and whatnot within a marriage. How isn't that a misconception of marriage if that's not the reality? Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking of marriage as in as we're talking about it in the institutional form. So the 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 state kind of directs a marriage. There's things that there's things that the state says, you know, goes with the marriage, and then there's a dynamic of how that plays out when people uh, when when those policies are set. 
the manosphere kind of understands the policy direction of marriage and how people interact oh. with those policies. Okay. But when it yeah, comes to two people interacting with each other on, on in real time on the ground, I think that's where the misconception gets gets construed. Because okay. because that, that's where I was can... going with that question though. But yeah. I, I get I get your point. That, yeah, that's that... exactly where I was going with it. Like the interpersonal relationships, right. um, because I think in most marriages you aren't going to. Um, while a white a woman may be submissive. Um, it's not going to be um, the man makes every possible decision within the household or um, they don't look to their wife. And I'm not going to say for guidance um, or direction, but it may be something that she is just better in. And it may be something that the husband is just better at. And you go with who's better in whatever situation to lead that situation. But most people will tell you, um, they tend to go with um, the man being the leader and he's always the leader in whatever situation. And I, I think that's um, where a lot of it gets distorted. Well, not, not only that, but um, when you're picking your partner, your your spouse has to understand how you think and how you typically do things. Um, for example, if I'm sick and I'm out for the count for a couple of weeks, you already know how things are supposed to go. And I trust right. you to carry out those things in a certain fashion. That's right. another thing that doesn't really get accounted for um, when when you, you speak on marriage around, around these here parts. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So. I mean, y'all being nice, but the way <laughs> I see it is that a lot of times, uh, these a lot of dudes look at women as just being able to have sex with, have children, mm -hmm. and to clean up, right? Those are pretty much the three things that they look at for women to do within marriage. And that's such a misconception because, yeah. I mean, it's a whole person, right? It's a whole person that, that has abilities. They don't that grasp the concept of partnership. Right. That exactly. are, you know, literally they think that a, um, there's some misogyny in their beliefs of what a woman in a the role of a woman in a marriage. And they believe that if a woman aren't doing those three things, then she isn't submissive. If she does anything outside of those contexts, of of ideas of women then they're just like trash or something like mm -hmm. it's it's a huge mis misconception not only from what i think right from my experience but, but what i've seen from other successful marriages so my bad i don't mean to hog it but go ahead i just no, um, i just really want no, <laughs> no I, I got you just, I got to got you. just to just to top it off um yeah, I, that, like one of the things I see in the manuscript that leads to these misconceptions is sometimes uh, the content, at least the content creators and the people uh, who kind of go back and forth with their stories are too smart for their own good. So they rely too much on information and statistics, observations and uh, external kind of experiences than they do on actually experiencing it themselves. So yeah, like there, there's an element of stats. Yes. There's a there's an element of stats and information that is absolutely necessary to understanding the way the world works, but the world the world also works through experience. And I think uh, a lot of the manosphere kind of discounts that. Yes. Um great point. Um Teapot, what are your thoughts? Does the man um, have a distorted belief about how marriage really works? Well, I, I'm not going to say that the spear has a distorted uh, uh, belief, 
system and how it works. But, you know, this is the Internet, right? So what do you have on the Internet? You got people who don't know. You got people who think they know. And you got people who do know. And you got a combination of all of that combined. I mean, no matter what group it is, what sector it is, or what circle of influence it is. So you're always going to have people who don't know a damn thing. You're always going to have people who think they know everything. And then you're going to have those people who actually know something about it. I mean, uh, that's what it is. And, and when you're talking about the Internet, whether it be the Manosphere or any other group, you're always going to have that. Now, as far as what people think of, of marriage itself, when I listen to brothers, I can only go back to my own experience and what I've seen. Um, when people talk about marriage, I mean, a lot of the stuff that they say, it doesn't pertain to mine. It doesn't pertain to what I saw with my parents. I mean, it, it just doesn't. Now, should should what they think or believe be dismissed because of that? Absolutely not. I don't know what they've seen in their life. I don't know what way, what they went through. I don't know if they've been divorced or not, married or not, or, or, or came or a child from divorce. I mean, I don't know that. I don't I don't know it. So, I mean, what, what else am I supposed to say? I mean, I don't I try not to pass judgments on other brothers opinions because that's what they think of something. They T-Pot, think that. But, so but I, I won't dismiss it. But T-Pot, don't we see it, though? Like when a brother is so quick to blow up and argue another brother down on the panel or quick to overreact about a situation. What does that say about well, their brother, well, brother, type well, of brother Gay Bay, that don't just mm -hmm. do it about marriage. They do it about women, cars, uh, uh, politics. Uh, I think that's telling. Right, yeah. right, right. So I think that that's, that's, that's telling about the way that they deal with their interpersonal relationships, right? Are they a patient person? Are they someone who can come to reason? Are they someone who can use logic over their emotions or negative mm -hmm. outbursts towards people? If they can't even control that, on digital space, I mean, I think that's telling about how their interpersonal relationships are with women. I mean, I don't know. Am I yeah, well, shooting in the dark? Here? I mean, Am I reaching? But, uh -huh. but brother, but brother Gabe, we we've spoken about this before. You know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the internet and YouTube is like the Sims, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Digital yeah. life, digital wife, digital job, digital money, digital this, digital that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I believe uh, half of the stuff that we hear on here doesn't even pertain to the real world. I mean, a lot mm. of this stuff on here is not people's real reality, mm. all right? It, it's just mm. not. Most of it is not, man. It, it's mm. not. So, you know, you, you got to take what you hear on the internet, man, with a grain of salt, you know? You, you have to, because if you base everything in your life off of what you hear on freaking the internet, the internet is not the problem. You are. <laughs> man, I do, man, I still do think it's, it says something about personalities, man. I'm sorry. I got. I still think it well, does say well, something about some who truth. people really are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some truth to that, too. Because um, let's be honest here. There's a lot of people on the internet. I'm glad they don't live next to my ass. I'm glad yeah. they ain't my neighbor. I'm oh, glad nice. I don't have to work around them or work with them or deal with them. Because I probably couldn't based on what I hear from them on here. I wouldn't want this dude living across the street from me. Absolutely not. I heard that. Okay. Well, 
Thank you, T-Pop, for your response. It looks like we got a um, super super chat from Leo Kine. So thank you, thank you, Leo. We appreciate you. And also one from Eugene Steele. He says, and now in 2021, I'm seeing more and more married couples doing YouTube shows together, giving me clearer ideas of what real marriages look like. Um, thank you, Eugene. Definitely appreciate that. Um, B yeah. says he's still convinced that game A is Derek Jackson secretly trolling <laughs> us. He has the exact same voice, vocal inflections, and all. Do you have your um, wife there with a bonnet on and the arm no, no. Man, let me tell you, people been she telling me that. helmet of for... salvation, honey. That wasn't a <laughs> bonnet. helmet of salvation. Let me tell y'all, like, people been telling me I sound like him for years. I mean, years upon years upon years. I didn't even know who the dude was. I'm like, all right, I guess I don't know who that is. But after you I listen, you do sound to him, like him now that they say it. I was just it. about to say. I was just about to say, yeah. After Bro, listening, yeah, you do sound like him. I can oh hear. Oh my god, here we go, here we go, here we go. I never thought said. about it. You do go. Jackson impersonator. Everybody has told. Literally, everybody who's heard my voice has has, has told me that. Yeah. Wow. And I listen to him, and though. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least you agree with it. Uh, all you got to yeah. do is like hold some long pauses in between your sentences and like smack yeah. your lips every once in a while. And I, I, I would, I would think you would Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, shout out to E. Capone. He says, Respect X. Um, thank you so much, E. Capone. Even though we're all here, we appreciate you. <laughs> Also, a shout out to KD for the cash app, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I do have a question that I would like to ask. Um, being that marriage gets such a bad rap and, uh, you know, the, the negative things that are said about marriage are pretty much endless in this space. Uh, I want to know from you fellas, in what ways can men benefit from marriage, if any? If you feel, you know, being that you're married, do you feel that there are any direct ways that men benefit? And if you could highlight um, some of those ways, starting Ooh, with that's a good partner. question, Concrete. You about to get them beat up? Go ahead. Oh, hey, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> like for me, marriage benefits me in a number of ways. Uh, number one, there's two adults in the house. Um, number two, there are, uh, there's a certain level of wisdom and knowledge that I don't always see for myself that can impact my decision that's made for the household. Um, by and large, you know, in today's society, you can damn near outsource everything, right? But what you can't outsource are the intangibles that you get from having a spouse. And that that's that, that that's more or less more or less what it boils down to, um, you know. Having somebody to grow old with, you know, somebody to to sit down and laugh and have a good time with, um, you know. True enough, you can be a player, player, and you be running through all of these chicks, but there's no substance there, mm -hmm. or, or it typically lacks substance, is what I would say. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to wrap it up with with that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, bro, Carlin. Definitely appreciate that. And that makes perfect sense. Um, Gabe A., um, what are your thoughts or your response to the question? Yeah. Yeah. Similar things, right? I mean, 
the having somebody that that you can trust with making major life decisions. So my wife, she's a medical professional and she pretty much books all of my like medical whatever. I mean, I'm not sick or anything, but she just makes sure that my health is in tip top shape, right? Uh, even making certain foods that she knows that I need to be a part of my diet. Um, but even somebody I can bounce ideas off of, right? Um, and individual I can bounce important life decisions off of to give me a different perspective. And um, I think one that uh, other brothers pretty don't really talk about a lot. I mean, she's also a contributor financially, right? So when people talk about mm. people's household incomes, uh, my wife uh -oh. brings in a significant amount of money into our family overall economic structure. So mm. that's another good thing too, having a that whole part. other income to work with. You can do more with that. So those are the three I want to bring up. Great points. Thank uh-oh concrete uh -oh. went on mute um black uh -oh, wizard, sorry. What are your, okay black wizard what are your thoughts um in marriage i've noticed that um they're like it's one thing to be very you know uh i guess introspective and really um think about yourself on a on, on a high level all the time but because because i'm a person that does that but with a with a woman uh who's around you all the time you can really learn a lot of, you can learn a lot more about yourself than you could if you were on your own um so there's there's ways that she approaches things and ways that ways that she does things which trigger something in me and then i have to sit back and think about it like oh is what does that say about me you, you know like and it's something that give left to my own devices even with the way that i think and how how intricately that I can analyze something I would have never or may have taken a long time for me to think of by myself. And that's just with her presence. That's not even with her giving any input. So with her input, that's, you know, that that kind of magnifies that. Another thing is that when when things when when after the first few years and you've ironed out how you you two work together in a household like when things are running smoothly, there's like a great deal of, I don't know, like stress relief from just knowing that when you go out to do the things that you want to do, that somebody else has your back. Like there's like when you when you're by yourself and you have to, I, I don't care what I don't care what none of these do say about alpha being an alpha through you know everything. It's like when you're by yourself and you have to take on all these pressures alone, it's very taxing on you mentally, whether you realize it or not. And when you have a person who has your back, it's like, there's a great deal of like, wow, I can, I can just kind of, I don't have to really worry about that. And, and, and that's really beneficial to not only your mental health, but your physical health too. Yeah. I and, agree. Um, yeah. Great point. Yeah. And, 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 there, and there's another part, there's another part that comes with that too. So it's like, as as a man especially as a black as a black dude like you you don't really have a lot of people looking out for you not a lot of people that you can actually trust so when you have someone around you that you can actually trust then it then it like it it just feels different like your 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 whole world is different it's it's different to have somebody around you who you know has your back like who you know loves you because there's not there's not you're not going to get that 
very much, even even with your own family, you might not get that. So having that in somebody who you're married to is a, is a really big deal. And then the other side is the emotional stuff. So I know before I was married, I was like very rigid with my, uh, with my line of thought. Like, so I was so logical that um, like, I didn't consider any of my emotions at all, but being around my wife kind of opened my eyes to, you know, well, maybe it's like, and maybe this will come up later, but it's like, if I'm a man and I'm a human, then why don't I experience any of my emotions? Like, why don't I experience anything emotional? Like the only thing I really experienced emotional was anger. So, 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 so it made me really like look into that and then kind of like, it, it kind of like released the other stuff. It's like, and, and trusting myself to be that kind of, it's like, I'm a man. So my emotions, the way they come out, isn't going to be like a woman. So I can trust that when I'm around my wife and I open myself up in that capacity that, um, that things are just going to go better. And just, just the amount of, just the amount of relief that comes with that is, is really good too. You know what? That that makes me think of two things. Um, that was really good stuff, uh, Black Wizard. Like, personally, if I know my fiance is having a tough day, like, I want to ensure that I can make it better, whether it's cooking his favorite meal, fixing him a drink, or buying him a plant. Like, I, you know, care about his well-being. I want to make him smile. I want, I want him to be at peace. But as it relates to the latter part of your comment, um, like, it's important to have balance. You know, as women, we get shit all the time about being too emotional and yada, yada, yada. But um, there, there, and a lot of men have, like, a, a deficit there. Like, you have to be balanced. You should be able to tap into your emotions and um, feel comfortable expressing your emotions. Um, not saying that you have to be overly emotional, but not being able to feel any emotion aside from anger um, is not healthy either. So um, those are some real solid things that you pointed out. Just, yeah, um, that. I mean, concrete, of... like the thing about it is that emotions, right? Even in this space, I've, I've, I've known many times I've heard on panels, dudes are like, don't say it's about your emotions or don't say it's how you feel, right? Right. Like that, that's another piece of not being able to really express the true nature or a lot of the true uh, variables of marriage because feelings are involved in marriage, brothers. Mm -hmm. Like that's not. Feelings are involved, so um, not, it's, not and for it's these okay. Men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> like everybody else is emotional. These men, um, yeah. you know, I, I do hear a lot of men not wanting to express vulnerability um, at any oh, yeah. point because they feel like women will take advantage of them being vulnerable. So I, I do find that to be very interesting. And that's I mean, the life is about. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carla. I was going to say the wrong woman will take advantage of your vulnerability. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But they're all wrong to some of <laughs> these dudes, right? According to a lot of guys in this space, and then when they talk about female nature um, and manipulation, I do think that all humans come with those things. All humans can be manipulative. Um, Absolutely. Like everybody comes with their set of BS. And so when we talk about now, now I do think that where society is kind of messed up at is um, not kind of informing men that women are um, 
capable of, of manipulation exactly. and preparing them to exactly. know that women are capable of, of, of dirt and, you know, underhanded right. things as well. Yeah, it's, right. not, it's not always sugar and spice. Right, right, exactly. right. And so but I the do problem think... comes in. Oh, I'm go sorry, ahead, go ahead. Gabe. Go ahead. Now, I was going to say the problem comes in when you just expect a negative outcome in every circumstance. I mean, that's that when part. it goes from yeah, understanding facts to cynicism. Like you're literally expecting a negative result. Right. And if you take if you take that idea, if you take cynicism and apply it to every idea or every circumstance of your life, then you will literally be frozen in time because you mm -hmm. won't do anything because you're expecting a negative outcome or result in it. So a lot of the dudes are cynics, honestly. OK, <laughs> I just feel like it's going to be negative no matter what, if you deal with a woman. Go ahead. Well, I want to get Teapot's um, answer on on that. Well. Of course, there's a there's a multitude of, of benefits, but I think the I think the biggest benefit to a man who's married is that it keeps his selfishness in check. Um, mm. Yeah, it, it's hard for you to be overly selfish when you have other people to consider your wife, your children. You know, you can't be selfish at that point. You can't just think about what you want, what you want to do, what you know. I mean, because it, your decisions that you make affect other people or another person. So I think that that is the uh, I think that's the biggest benefit of it all. I mean, of course, you know, you get to cooking and the cleaning and you get your drawers washed. But, you know, <laughs> and that but, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, of course, there's that. But, you know, I, I think the real thing is that because I look at marriage now, especially when. You know, when you get my age, because I'm an old Negro, when you get my age, it's more of a um, it's more of a business than it is. You know, I know everybody talk about love and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, marriage is supposed to be looked at from a business standpoint as well. Right. Because that's like a business partner. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, it's like a business partner. So, you know, especially when you, you know, been in as long as I have, you know, you look at it from the, uh, you know, you look at it from the business uh, part of it, you know, as opposed to, you know, the whole wedding and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's more of a business thing. And if you can make that business work, both of you will eventually benefit, whether it be over the short term, the midterm or the long term, because that's what it's about. Right. I mean, the man or the woman benefits in the short term because they get the woman that they want. They get the man that they want. Um, the children, they benefit in the long term. Why? Because we know that children have a tendency to just be statistically better off when there's two parents in the home. So, you you, you know, you're talking about a different type of benefit and you're talking about people benefiting um at different points throughout the marriage so you know it's not this one thing i know we like to look at things from this black and white um stance all the time but there's a lot of gray area when you're talking about marriage and there's a lot of nuances to it so i, I think a lot of that gets forgotten and and overlooked so i mean good bad or indifferent when it comes to marriage um the situations that make marriage work make marriage fail are never the same depending on the individual so it can't be painted with a broad brush at any given time but that's all 
Great. Answer. Thank you. Very well said. Very, very, very well said. Um, everybody on the panel adds just a completely different perspective. And that's why I'm enjoying this conversation so much. Yes. Um, I'm going to read the super chats. Shout out to Dane C. He says, salute ladies, panel, Curlin, and salute Gabe A. Derek Jackson side hustle oh, voice. Man. Yes, that's Derek Jackson up here, y'all. Also, I should have put in the title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Mad Scientist. He says, studies have shown married men make more money than single men. Um, Kevin Samuels has said this several times. There are few bachelors in the boardroom. Um, that's, that's true. A great point. There um, are other benefits like married men live longer. Married men make more money um, as well. So uh, married men are more likely to be promoted. Um, so there are some like direct um, tangible benefits to marriage that we can actually look at as well. So good points. Yes. Um, shout out to Wise Man. Wise Man, I wish we had have had your email because you would have been great for this panel as well. Um, he says, selfishness kills marriage. When both individuals try to maintain too much individuality, it causes the union to collapse. My marriage works because we're not selfish. Happy New Year, brothers and sisters. Oh, thank, you. thank you so much for that. Um, and we got... <laughs> Shout out to Black <laughs> Wizard. Uh, he says, who are these guests? Wow, I really like that wizard guy. Funny. Thank you so much, Black Wizard. You're Shout funny. out to Mrs. Wizard. Um, mm -hmm. because, Mrs. You know, Black Wizard. <laughs> behind every great Put man. Up with him. She, yeah, exactly. <laughs> An Eva better. No, I'm stop. Um, shout out to Jack Spade. Jack Spade says married men make more money because you have more people needed to feed off of. What? <laughs> Single what, men tend to carry less household debt <laughs> than married men. Well, that may be true. The latter part Isn't of it? your comment, but like really, because you have more people <laughs> that you need to feed they'll, off of. They'll they'll twist it anyway, right? They'll twist it anyway. They will. That's so. It's so. I, I this comment I don't think is a an, an anomaly. But, but there's some truth to it, though, right, <laughs> brother Gabe? I mean, you, you know, you just when you get money mean? because you have more mouse mouse to feed teapot. You you have you have to. Oh, you're more ambitious. You, you have to because you got more people. You gotta feed, clothe, house. I mean, you you know, if I was a guy just living by myself, I probably could live off a fish head and a grain of rice. I mean, <laughs> but would you? Right? I mean, you're a business huh? owner. No, no, yes. no, like, would you? So you're a business owner, so what? would you just settle for a fish head and whatever else you said? Or, or would, would you still be ambitious? Mm -hmm. Probably not. But, right. you know, you know, you have it in your mind that you have all of this stuff that you have to do. So, you know, you got other people around you that you're responsible for and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you kind of have to, you know, you have to knock it up a level just so, you know, just so you can make sure everybody good and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think, well, you got I think they... that you'll be an ambitious person, whether you're married or not married. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think that that's a widely. Um, applicable. Not, I don't know. I don't know. Not always. Be, 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 and, and I say that because um, a good spouse will, will induce the, the drive in you to do better, mm. to do more. Mm. Um, and mm. it, it's not necessarily something that you always notice. It's just, it just happens. 
You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you push yourself to be better for the both of you. And in return, she does the same thing, but in a different way. That, mm. That's my perspective on it. I think it's a person by person, honestly, yeah. because I was well established before I even got married. And and but yeah. I think that what you all are saying is that there has been a level of motivation that comes from your spouse in order for you all to kind of move, move forward. It'll I be like, think it might um, be different. Yeah. It's not like I'll give about you, stuff. I'll give you a prime example, Gabe, um, with Curlin. Curlin was already mm. successful before he met me. Um, but there are some things that I recognized in Curlin that I encouraged him to go for which has been benef been beneficial to both of us. But, you know, it's like when you recognize um, certain aspects of your spouse and you're like, hey, why don't you try this, this way? And he tries it and it's a benefit for him, which is a benefit for us. Does that make but sense? But I don't think that that's like, a, like motivating him to greater aspirations. I think that's having him look at a different perspective. Like, do you think that Curlin would have- I get what you're saying. Like, Curlin, like, do you think that you would have still been moving forward, I guess, in- in motivation and yeah career-wise yeah, I, I think if, i think that's kind of what apply. i'm saying they both apply okay yeah i think yeah. so too i can see how they both apply like really and truly like my fiance first of all sometimes i there were areas that i was not necessarily confident in that like there was a confidence created in me that encouraged me to go out for promotions and to you know elevate myself with um you know additional accreditations that i would not have otherwise done well i hadn't done any time prior to me being in the relationship that i'm in with my fiance so i think that it can happen in both ways i think that just giving you a different perspective but also encouraging you and saying babe you are phenomenal like you know you're bigger than this or encouraging you to reach for the stars or you know um letting you right. know that the sky is the limit and kind of giving you that little bit of push and sometimes it's just you looking at the fact that you now have a family and you want to create this generational wealth and you have an intrinsic desire because of the fact that you now are married Mm -hmm. And and I think there's something just inherent in the dynamic of the relationship where when a man is put into the position where he is in a relationship with a with uh with a woman and has a child where the burden of responsibility kind of kind of pushes him inherently to do more than he would do by himself. You see what I'm saying? So yes. so more responsibility mm -hmm. means that you're I don't know, it changes your ambition. I, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure the two are directly correlated. I guess what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is when the, uh, a lot of times when you're put in a position as a man to, to have more responsibility, your inherent reaction is uh, kind of, you kind of go into like a survival uh, instinct that kind of kicks in and says, okay, uh, I can't maybe let's say, let's say even you were ambit ambitious before it's like, you're, there's something inside you that's like, all right, well, I have to do more now because if I don't, then all this kind of falls back on me. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but that brings me to my next question. Um, Concrete asked about the advantages of marriage. I want to know what are some of the disadvantages uh -oh. of marriage? Um, Curlin, we'll start with you. Um, well, it, it, just like uh, how having someone else around can uh, be a benefit, it can also 
be a, a negative to a certain degree. It really just depends on how you look at it. Like you can't just uh, make a decision on your own and run with it without considering who all who else you're responsible for. Um, okay. For for example, I can't just run out there and 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 get that TTRS I want. Um, just because the money is there, I also have to consider our overall finances. You know, I can't just run out there and and do X Y Z just because I want to. You, you see what I'm saying? I would right. say that will be like the 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 biggest quote unquote negative, in in my opinion. But you know that that, that comes with with anything, to be honest. Okay, okay, um, Gabe, what are your thoughts? Hmm. I think that more responsibility, right? You have a a, a wife or kids and more people. More responsibility means that that's more time that you have to dedicate towards taking care of the family life. So I think that, I think a lot of people would see it as a disadvantage um, because there is a time commitment associated with the responsibility of a family. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Black Wizard, what are some disadvantages of marriage? All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That don't mean go for five minutes. That don't mean go for five minutes. Black Wizard was like, I'm ready for their asses this morning. I understand. I understand. He was over there like wrote a song about it. Like, here, here, go. I'm over here writing poems about it. You know, y'all was over here, you know, got his high dancing around. I'm like, all right. <laughs> No, but other than the stuff that people generally talk about in the space, like the disadvantage of divorce and, and stuff like that, I won't go into that. I'll talk about the relationship. So I agree with Smirgo in the super chat. You are at the mercy of your wife. So and Thank I, and you, Smirgo, I mean that, by the way. That's crazy. And I, and I mean that emotionally. So there's a, there's a great deal of, um, I guess, responsibility on us as husbands or as men to pick a person a, a woman that will represent how the home will be. And if you pick somebody who has inherent conflicts or who is not introspective or who is, you know, conflict avoidant um, and, you know, doesn't really, uh, doesn't really want to solve things, then your all that relief of stress and stuff that I was talking about earlier goes through in the direct opposite direction. So, and, and unlike, unlike conflicts with men where we're like, you know, we talk it out. There's a certain disposition that you have with a guy where it's like, there's a certain line that you don't cross something that I've noticed in women in, in, in just reading about uh, marriages and listening to other people talk about their marriages that with a lot of times, even the most, well, even the most well-intentioned woman doesn't really understand the uh, line of what we call respect in in in, men, in men's world. So they'll cross that line, and then you're like, "Well, what do I do with this?" Like, you know, uh, he, she's not a dude, so I can't just often like slap her or something like that. So, so it's like you. So it's like what a lot of men tend to do in that situation is could just shut down immediately, like you because you don't you don't have a way to really respond to a woman in that way. So in that sense, you're emotionally at her mercy. So. You, the person you choose, you have to choose very wisely. 
uh, <laughs> and then and then um, you also have to understand that you're two different people with different perceptions of what is right and what is wrong in your lives. And when you come in, especially if you're marrying these like older, I guess, women and things like that, like you, if you had your way <laughs> stuck, if you, if you had your way stuck in a certain way for so long, then you come together with another person and they're telling you something isn't right. There's certain sacrifices that you have to make for the relationship. And, and, two people who are very independent, like one of the other super chats talking about will make the, make the relationship either miserable or collapse. So it's like, and, and what a lot of men tend to do is just like kind of take it on the chin because that's kind of like, I guess the way we're socialized is that we, we just got to take it and they'll build their little man caves and hide. But, but that, that's a, that's another negative uh, that can come from marriage is that like, we don't really have a lot of ways of, um, resolving uh, conflicts with with women, and when when we when we don't try to do these things intentionally in our relationships, it it'll it'll go straight down a path to where we are where we shut down and we we're just emotionally at her mercy for the rest of our life. Okay. Wow, you make that sound, that sounds so sad like that sounds like a miserable existence for it's, one to enter into see but um, i think that that's why everybody has different negative. perspectives because i <laughs> i don't i don't I, yeah i'm like american yeah. negro here yeah american negro says emotionally i am not at the mercy of my wife i don't know what kind of marriage you guys are in but that's not true for me um x stop being soft um yeah i i but I yeah, find it interesting. I, I, I'm glad that you're speaking your truth and I'm, I'm happy to have different perspectives, but um, it does, like, if I were a person listening, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Who wants to deal with that? Like, Well, yeah. I, I, I kind of agree because emotionally I'm not at the mercy of my wife. Will it have an impact? You bet, you bet your ass it does. But at the end of the day, it's me. It, just like if I were single, it's me that that has to to get my ass off my shoulders and, you know, pick myself up and push forward. You know, when you start dwelling into stuff that that can easily lead you down a certain rabbit hole, and next thing you know, you're you've you've in had a part in inducing your own misery. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it, no, it's, no, it's, yeah. It, it, it's, it, I... it's just like like a lot of the stuff that I see around here, um, like people have a vested interest in keeping you mad mm. very good point bro Curlin. you know no no Curlin. and i just want to say i agree with you in this in in that sense and i guess when i when i say at i don't know what smirgo meant exactly but when i say at your at your wife's mercy i mean that in the sense that uh, when you enter into the relationship you become interdependent and I know a lot of people, mm. there a lot of people kind of like no. the line between interdependence and codependency. But but when you're interacting with a woman, especially as a as a man, there's certain ways that we talk to each other that we don't talk to women. And there's certain ways Good that we point. know how to interact with each other that that women don't operate on those same rules. It kind of goes back into the two different people with different perspectives of right and wrong. So it's like when you're in an interdependent relationship and she you know, and you pick a person that can, that, you know, doesn't really, you know, I don't know. It's, it's like you're, you're operating 
two as one. It, it, it. So, so when there's a problem on her side and you can't really resolve that problem, like it's going to affect you. It doesn't matter how alpha or how strong you think you are. We're we're and human beings who rely on each other. Yeah, You're I right. I think that he has in two directions. Yeah, and if you're if you're fully amalgamated with someone, if they're having a bad day or something is impacting them, it's going to impact you undoubtedly. Like so, in that sense, absolutely. But as the lead, as the head, I think that you know you're the one that is supposed to be like that stable force that to where her emotionality does not disrupt everything and or impact you to a level that you are um, and impact you to a, a, a on such a great level that you are now taking on the same emotionality that she's dealing with as opposed to you know. Um, being the person that is coming up with like resolutions to whatever the problem is, you should be as the leader, as the head of the home, um, the person that's emotions are stable enough to where you could say, okay, Hey, this is, these are the solutions or this is how we're going to handle it and still remain um, that constant, stable level-headed force. I mean, but why is that being seen as a negative though? Right? Because, I mean, I know within corporate environments, in like a manager role, like I'm in a manager role right now, and I'm dealing with people's emotions and their feelings about things and their work ethic and all these different things on a daily basis. I don't see that. I don't see dealing with my wife's emotions um, as something that is a burden, but rather it helps as a preparer to deal with emotions and situations in the work workforce too. I mean, leaders deal with those who are who they are leading in a in a proper way so i wouldn't even see that as a negative Uh, i mean i guess if it if you feel like it's breaking you down you you know i don't want to take that away from you right if you feel like it it might be too much or it's 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 a daunting task to deal with the emotions of your spouse hey i don't want to take that away from you but i do think that that is a characteristic of a leader dealing with the emotions and leading those who you are leading even from an emotional perspective yeah, that's one of those that's going to be different for different. Well, I think people. you're, I think you're misconce, I think you're misconce, uh, taking a misconception of what I've said. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying that um, dealing with her emotions is a negative thing. I'm saying the negative as the what can be seen as a negative aspect of that dynamic is that um, while you're by yourself, uh, you seem to have a lot more control over uh, what you do with your with your emotional space. If somebody's bothering you, you could just walk out. You know, if somebody is somebody, if you don't want somebody in your life, you can just cut them out. But when you're married, there's a since you're interdependent on each other. If if there's a if she's in a negative emotional space and she's you know, and she's like the kind of the energy of the house. There's a, there's a, you can walk, you can just walk out, but you got to come back. You live there. So, 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 okay, so what funny. is the disadvantage uh, for you then? Be- because I thought that, that was the, the happy question. Happy wife, happy life. That's like, if she's not happy, the, 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 the mood of the entire house is upset. She affects the mood of the entire yeah. house, which I don't necessarily think is it's, also yeah. a good thing. I think actually, if she's trying to affect the whole mood of the entire house, I do think that that's, um, a disadvantage well, because at some point the household still has to run everybody still has to be harmonious um to a certain point um so yeah yeah well, um that that also can go both ways as well i mean for example if i'm pissed off the house knows it 
child, and we, we do. Listen. No, Jesus. Point made. I'm just listen, saying. Listen. Um, yeah, it's like so our too. shit go it shut does. down. Yeah, it and... happens on both fronts. Because if my fiance is having a bad day or he's upset, the thing is, like, if you're if he's having a bad day and I'm not the cause of it, there's an external force. Like, he, he's still very loving towards me because he's having a bad day because something at work or you know a report a deadline whatever it may be that doesn't change the dynamic of our household that doesn't upset the order of our household it's like he's going to talk about it we'll i'll come up with some suggestions we'll talk about it talk it through but his demeanor towards me doesn't change his 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 um you know um responsibilities to the home doesn't change he's still like but that's just an external um thing that he's dealing with that we generally will talk through but it's not going to impact our entire home and that's what i'm trying to ask like why is that considered a disadvantage the process of conflict resolution within the relationship like that, I think it's a disadvantage because that versus somebody single who doesn't have to deal with it at all um, versus when you enter into um, long term relationships that um, that's something that has to be solved um, generally right, right. Then and there, you know. Um, yeah, that's and, that's, yeah. And, and that's and that's what I meant. I'm not saying that conflict resolution is a bad thing. I actually love conflict resolution. I love to learn new things. That's just the kind of person I am. But that being said, if I were single, I would not have to resolve this problem. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I were single, there would be no problem for me to resolve. The problem wouldn't exist. That's the thing, right? If if I, like, right, I went to school for engineering. So a lot of people who are in business, they're like, well, I I didn't have to take take calculus, right? I don't have to deal with that issue. So that that is the thing, right? But just because you don't have to deal with something doesn't mean that the result will be better. Like it's a good thing, if that makes sense. Like a business major doesn't have saying. to do calculus. I, I get what I get what you're saying. Engineer who does have to do calculus gets a reward at the end of that degree, if that makes sense. I I get what you're saying, and you know, of course, certain certain aspects are going to have their advantages and disadvantages. Um, like if you're taking calculus and you've had to spend countless countless hours and studying and research and <laughs> Um, let's say there's certain aspects of calculus that you still don't get there's certain things that you're missing you're not understanding about it and you're steadily having to go back and research that to perfect that craft um do. the disadvantage would be like all the time that you took out uh when you could have been having fun and doing other things or studying something else or uh focusing on something that was that may have been better for you you know what i'm so saying long game versus short game it sounds like let me not harp on the subject, but yeah, because we ahead. still got to get teapot <laughs> up in here. Uh, teapot, yeah, ahead, right. what are your that thoughts? Was, yeah, good combo. Yeah, mechanical drawing in, in engineering school was a pain in the ass too, brother, brother Gabe. But um, yeah, but it's not a disadvantage because look at what. You oh no, now. it's not. No, no, no. I would I would <laughs> say it was a disadvantage, but it was a pain in the ass. Um, I, I think some of the greatest disadvantage disadvantages here. Um, and, and the brothers won't mention this, but I will, you know, cause let, let's be honest, brothers. Sometimes your woman come to you with some stuff and you like, Oh God, I don't want to talk about this woman. I mean, we gotta be honest, brothers. Let's, let's be honest. Sometimes <laughs> yep, your right. woman come to you with some yeah. old crap Absolutely. and you're like, Oh God, you know, you, you don't want to talk about it and you 
praying that she don't want to talk about it either. So, you know, you 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 have those things. Um <laughs> you have uh you know, you have to make the sacrifice because you don't have as much for yourself time. You know, your your time is divided, right? All your time can't be yours because, you know, you have your wife and your kids and all of them. They require some of your time. So I do see that as a disadvantage. Um, and, and I think one of the greatest disadvantages of it is that, uh, once again, um, keeping your selfishness in check, right? Like I said earlier, you have to compromise on some of the things you may want. I can't jump out and, and, and buy that nine odd motorcycle that I want to buy because guess what? There's other things going on that have to be done. So a lot of a lot of your needs and wants, you probably are going to have to sacrifice at least in the short term. You know, mm -hmm. when you're, you know, when you're in a marriage. So those are the main things that that I would point out, you know, the, the time, the sacrificing of certain things you may want in your life. And of course, the crap that your woman want to talk about that you see as ridiculous and trivial, even though she may not. So you just kind of sit there and do the bobblehead and say, mm hmm, every uh, uh, minute or so. And, and she really thinks you're listening. But that's all. <laughs> Um, Teapot, you're so funny, uh, because that <laughs> some of the things you described is me and Curlin to a T, um, especially with talking about stuff. Um, and then like time that I would want Curlin to spend with me, Curlin be wanting to do other stuff. And I'd be like, but wait a minute, what about me? And yeah, I think you have, um, a really, really great point in that because I'm, uh, like hey hey i'm here um but yeah i think you have a good point in that uh shout out to eugene Steele. he says nine times out of ten two people may not be on the same page about everything um that's an interesting point eugene um now with the two people not being on um the same page about everything um I think that if they aren't, it should go to it. I feel like now in my relationship, I'll defer to the man. Even if we aren't on the same page, I'll still defer to him um, in that aspect. I think that's a good point, though. Um, shout out to Smurgo. He says, legally and financially, you're at your wife's. <laughs> if she feels unsatisfied, she can leave and ruin your life. You're walking on eggshells and, um, and, and to that i say well don't get married smurgo easy you're done yeah like, like what why Ooh. are you so concerned about what other people do it, oh. it, well financially it, it, he's contributing to the channel my thing is this my marriage was my decision to make gabe's marriage was his decision to make black wizards was his and uh brother x's was his that has no effect on you None. Mm. Mm. Okay. Good point. Um, and I agree. And and that's the bottom line. Because mm -hmm. I said it. Mm. it okay. There are no deflections. It's the truth. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Jack Spade. He says her emotionality affects the whole household 
because she demands everyone to acknowledge mm. that she is experiencing emotionality. Mm. Um, ooh, that's a very, very yeah. interesting point. Very um, true. like I was saying in my marriage and within our household, um, now if there's something going on directly with our children, because we do have young children in our household, um, then we do take those moments. If we're going through something with one, we do take those moments to, um, educate both, um, you know, to make sure everybody's on the same page when it comes down to standards and requirements, we ain't playing no games. And, uh, and I'll, I'll say, um, in that aspect of like, if I'm emotional about something going on with my kids, then yeah, everybody in the household is going to know, um, within that aspect, if it is something external, then that external generally stays external with me. Um, but I'm very, very good at compartmentalizing. Um, See, but I think that those are some of those dynamics that a lot of the brothers who haven't experienced marriage don't really think about, right? Or yeah. let me say, say, say this, a lot of them see a problem and don't think automatically a solution. They think they see a problem yeah. and they melt to it or they back away from it, mm -hmm. right? Because in that situation, right, the household, is happening mm -hmm. right there's an emotional thing that's happening with your wife as a leader the man what are you going to do about solving that issue like what is the solution there are you going to talk to your wife about hey let's let's go ahead and take a drive um let's let the mm -hmm. oldest kid watch the rest let's have a little dis discussion so we can figure out what what's going on with you here or do you maybe show an example or maybe sit the whole whole family down if the kids are old enough to say hey mommy's mommy's going through through something and kind of show like hey this is this is how we deal with our our emotions are you going to take it as a teaching lesson for the family? like 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 there Absolutely. are many problems that will arise within a marriage within a business within life where i don't think that brothers should just shrink to it but brothers should look hey is there rise a solution? to the occasion rise to the occasion yes. you are absolutely teaching your children your offspring how to yes. handle conflict you might have a young daughter and she may have times where she's emotional or your young son you want him to be able to embrace his emotions as well so if you're i think that ooh, gabe that was a very solid point that you made mm -hmm. but also women are i know you guys like to push this rhetoric about women being just a basket of emotions all the time <laughs> like that is a farce for most women unless there's some sort of chemical um imbalance or like you know there's something underlying there women aren't just all over with their emotions all the time i am extremely no. content 99 of the time unless there's something going on involving my children that's the only time that you'll really see me emotional and when i'm emotional like that literally i look to to my fiance to give me guidance. I look like he is always the voice of reason. I am thankful to be able to be like, babe, this is what's happening. And he's always instantly going to be like, well, all you got to do is this, this, and this. Calm down, do this, do this, and do this. And I instantly feel better. It's not something that's continuous, that's ongoing for weeks or even days, like literally in that minute. I'm a Gemini, but I don't hold on to negative feelings for a long time. Like literally I'm over something as quick as it starts. So Except not all women are just emotional all the time. You know what, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. And just my point there, right? You, like, like you said, Concrete, rise to the occasion. You see a problem, do you automatically shrink? 
or do you rise? But and I think I that for those who think, rise, I mean, that's that's a lot of times what's needed in a marriage. But I also ahead. think that the men in the chat um, will kind of the men in the chat who's never been married um, seem to have a lot of opinions. Like if a woman gets emotional, that's affecting your whole household and this, that and the third. And then um, my question would go back to them on how they're leading their household um how well are they able to resolve conflict and um get their wife to a point of like wait a minute like first of all let's break this down let's take care of this that and the third whatever whatever um i do think it comes back to um aspects of leadership in that regard so i i just don't think women are well i don't know um, because there's certain things that's allowed in my household there's certain things that I already know I can't really try my husband with and I don't but I just don't think women are just oh my god and she's just gonna disrupt the whole house and she's gonna show her ass and um, everybody has to bow down to it until she feels better I don't think that's like that in everybody's well, yeah. household so I mean sister George I even saw one of the suggestions one of the brothers said who's married in the chat he said hey maybe you just need to drop her off over her sisters or her moms to get her mind right, to get it right, right. It could be some simple stuff. It could yeah. be some very simple stuff. Maybe she does just need a day sometimes, or it may maybe. be that time a month. But then, like, even to, you know, like, really and truly, a lot of women fall for very small gestures, literally, some might all and chocolate. But, like, for me, that's not even an excuse to misbehave or act out or, you know, um, to, to change the, the, the mood in the home because it's that time of month for me and I got to hair up my tail like no that's unacceptable I, and no man should accept that i mean if you have a legitimate gripe or legitimate reason to be upset let's talk about it let's see what it is let's come up with some resolutions but your life should not be in turmoil because you decide to partner with somebody that part that right. part um <laughs> concrete do you have another question Oh, yeah. Um, my question is this. So a men in this space often push the narrative that women change once you marry them. Mm. And I want to know from the men and we have men who on the panel who have been married for as short as six months and then we got up to 21 years. So I'm interested to see your response to whether or not that has held true for you and what type of changes you've seen. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah, sorry about that, bro, Curlin. Yes, please. Uh, uh, in my previous marriage, yes. Uh, in this marriage, no. Um, and I attribute that, that to the fact that Danny and I are way more self-aware now than we were in the past. Um, mm -hmm. Being self-aware and understanding who it is that you're dealing with, you, you, you have a better grasp on how things are going to go how how to to keep that level of peace in the house without sacrificing yourself you see what i'm saying um like th there are certain things that i know will automatically agitate her but it's not something that i just got to do anyway it's nothing it's nothing re that i really freaking care about and vice versa you know what i mean um in my in my last marriage there I would say that there was a switch up because I didn't understand fully what I was looking at. You know what I'm saying? Um, and <laughs> I, I, ironically, uh, 
she was Japanese, you know, and mm. quote unquote, you know, you know how the whole rhetoric is about foreign women being more submissive and yeah. better and all this other kind of stuff. And that's why I always holler bullshit. It, it really depends on the woman that you're dealing with because mm. uh, if you, you fuck around and, and let your guard down with uh, some other nationality, a woman thinking that it's automatically going to be better or easier. And that's oh. when you set yourself up to be taken advantage of. It's a, it's Ooh, a human, it's, it's a human thing. It's a woman thing versus just being a, black woman thing or oh, an Asian woman thing or a, mm. a Latin woman thing or just like Bay says, everybody comes with their own set of bullshit. Yes. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you you you, ha you have to, to understand who it is you're dealing with to at a deeper level, including their their cultural influences. You see you see what I'm saying? Am I making sense here? That does perfect make sense, sense. Um, yeah. because I, I would say, you know, most people do um, present a representative and I think it happens more so when you're younger versus when you're older, um, when you're older and me and Curlin got married um, to each other in our forties. When being that we're older, more self-aware, more stuck in our ways, then it's like, hey, let me tell you who I really am because I want you to understand and have a, a real, real good perspective of who I really am versus me presenting something to you and it not being what you signed up for. And then we're headed for divorce, whatever, whatever. And I, I think you bring about a good point with the um, self-aware thing. That was a good point. Um, Gabe, A, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I do think that that she changed. I wouldn't say like changing from I can't recognize her anymore. I think all those foundational things about her were the exact same. But I think she has changed to become like she's become it's, it's almost kind of weird to say, but she's become more like me in some mm -hmm. ways. Like she's become more like logical, I guess, slower to, I guess, deal with work situations the same. At times, she's become more like um forward with like 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 she gets in front of problems quicker than she did before we had got married but um i would also say i would add this is that i've become more like her her in ways or like more tailored to her um not as it concerns womanly things but um her appreciation for for family and her so an example right uh, as i was growing up me and my dad never really had a very strong relationship but my wife, she's always had an amazing relationship with, with with her father and her father passed earlier this this year. So, you know, it's been really hard on her. But um, her interactions and her relationship with her father has in ways motivated me to gain more of a relationship with mine to the point where she was like, yo, like, let's go ahead and call your dad. I'm going to be on the phone <laughs> because I know that y'all have issues over the years, but I'm going to be right here on the phone. I'm going to introduce myself and we're just going to go about it like like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Right. That 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 appreciation for family is something that I've become more like her in, especially appreciation of my relationship with my dad. So I think that she's become more like me and I've become more like like her in ways. That's really good um, to Gabe. I, I don't even remember who I was. I don't even know if it was here or either on Roger's channel, but I was talking to someone and 
and I think it was on our panel, and they said that men don't really have a reason to talk to women. <laughs> and it was like the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, like, you know, but um, <laughs> nonetheless, it was here. What, yeah, I thought so. Okay. When you said that, Gabe, that made me think about the fact that the strongest influence in my life is my fiance. He is the str stronger than any kind of media influence. I know that I've adopted so many of his ways, his ideologies through, you know, helping me process some of the, my own thoughts. Like, literally our our values have always been in line but like a lot of our opinions are in line about things and it's because he's the strongest influence in my life if you aren't talking to your wife then you will not be the strongest influence in her life and outside influences is what will regulate and rule how she feels and how she deals with things so it's extremely important that you are talking to pouring into um you know lead Leading, guiding, teaching your wife because if you don't, somebody else is. Great point, Concrete. Um, Black Wizard, what are your thoughts? Okay. Yeah. Um, first, I'll say that um, I guess on mass, I'm not really sure. I'm familiar with people talking about women switching up after marriage, like not on mass, but I guess just to speak to it, um, I think people change over time. Um, like, you know, and like there are there are some women who who are out there who hold out for the ring and then they switch it up. But I don't think that's like the overwhelming majority of women that are out there. You know, I don't think most people are doing things with a malicious intent like that. Um, I think what generally tends to happen is we romanticize like ideas about people. So you meet somebody in the dating phase. Dating is fun. They're showing you the stuff that they want you to see. And then you capture that image of all those rosy sun, you know, rose-colored glasses uh, images of your of your partner, and you're like, oh, this is the person that I want to marry. And your 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 idea of them is just the stuff that they are willing to show you. You know what I mean? They're putting their best foot forward, all that kind of stuff. And then once you get into a marriage and you start, you know, living with each other that person can't keep that mat that mask up forever and you're doing the same thing but that person can't keep that mask up forever and you start seeing the other stuff behind it and then as time goes on there's other things that may you know direct that person to believe things that they didn't believe when they you know when they met you and things like that i think that kind of stuff just happens people think it's probably going to be fun forever and then you hear those phrases like you know you're not the person i married anymore and things like that but just life on the ground um people aren't fun 100 percent of the time and life is really difficult especially working with relationships and being two different you know two different genders so you know life on the ground doesn't work that way okay um teapot what about you well we know that growth and change are somewhat simpatico right especially when you're talking about people um you know, as a guy who's who's been married for quite some time, you know, there's a lot of things that that have changed with me and her alike. Uh, it, it's not always uh, like the brother just said, it's not always uh, peaches and cream, you know, sun and roses. I mean, shit, me and my wife had a contentious conversation just this very morning. So, I mean, you're, you're always going to have these little pockets within the relationship 
that aren't necessarily pockets that you like, you know, because even though you have been around each other, y'all married, y'all, y'all, you said your vows and all that kind of stuff. Guess what? When y'all said your vows, they said for sickness and health, richer or for poorer, they didn't say, uh, when she get on your damn nerves because she cooked something you didn't like. They didn't say, uh, when she put her damn female crap in the bathroom and you knock something down and y'all get to an argument over it. You know, they didn't go down the whole list of things that you would have to do, that you would have to deal with that sometimes seem a little trivial, right? They seem a little trivial um, because the trivial things, we say they don't mean anything, but guess what? They do mean something to certain people all right mm. um because you know like i said earlier you know sometimes when your wife comes to you as a man right she comes to you with things that you see as trivial you're like man what is this woman why does she care about this you know because you don't really care about it as the man in a relationship so you question why does she care about it so you know little things like that can have have you get into a heated discussion with your woman for the simple fact that you know she thinks something is very important and you think it's bs all right and and mm -hmm. as the man you know you already think you know you right like this is bs woman but she doesn't think it's bs so those things cause problems and when you first met it probably wasn't like that it may have not been like that Right. Because you get together with a woman and, you know, especially when you're young. Right. You know, y'all y'all basically uh, uh, playing house. Right. You're playing house, you know, when you're young, especially when you're in your 20s and things like that. But as you get older in your 40s and 50s, you see things different. You operate different. Um, you have different expectations of things. You have a different view of your life. So, I mean, I believe change is good. Like I said, if it's simpatico with growth, all right, because it's necessary. I don't think your relationship should stay the same way it was when you were 20. Now that y'all in your 40s and 50s, I don't think it should stay exactly the same. I think that you can continue to meet in the middle, but I think both of you need to grow. And likewise, the relationship that you have with each other is going to grow, you know, eventually. At least it should. Okay. But that's all. Great okay. points. Very, very great points. I'm going to read these super chats. Shout out to the RX Zero. He says, greetings to the panel. While marriage isn't necessarily a death sentence, shouldn't the statistics be highly considered? Optimism is well and good, but are we taking this seriously as we should be? Um, the RX Zero, I think that is a great point. Um, yeah. I think that's a great point. I don't, but I think everybody has been pretty upfront about um, them wanting to be where they're at, you know? Yeah. Um, I think and the statistics only tell us the, about those who aren't, who aren't deciding to marry or who have married and then divorced. Like, you know, they can only tell us um, so much. Like we have to kind of go behind the scenes and go beyond the statistics to talk to those who are, you know, um, part of those statistics too so which i think is you know part of the reason that we're doing this panel yes 
Um, shout out to Smurgo. He says, I don't mind supporting this channel. It's entertaining and it's my choice to do so. You, however, have no choice but to support your wife financially. Married men have no freedom or autonomy. Um, yeah, I have no choice. Smurgo, to... if you're dealing with, if, if a man is dealing with a woman who is working and all she gets to do is shopping and she doesn't support um, in any way, shape, form, or fashion, then I do think that there is a problem with uh, so said leadership. Um, so I think so that's to chill on the super chats. I don't think he can support himself. I'm sorry. Gabe A pointed out that his chat. wife contributes financially to the relationship as well, and she seems to have a very successful career. So I don't yes. think that's his case. Um, I Smurgle, my wife can support you, sir. All right. Ooh. All right. And I get an allowance. Right. So there's that. <laughs> Um, shout out to Jack Spade. Um, Jack Jack Spade says he talks in third person, so cute. He says Jack it's Spade not. was married for ten years, six years. Excuse me, six years. He said so. I've had managed a wife and her emotionalism, and I, of course, I managed it on a cold serving <laughs> tray. I stand, Jack. Uh, well, all right, Jack. Oh, dang, Leo, I was about to miss you. Okay. Um, shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, nice to hear from successfully married brothers for a change. Mm -hmm. Salute to those brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I felt like it was important to highlight um some successful relationships, especially within with men within the space. So I, I think that was a it was this was a good idea for both, you know, for mm -hmm. me and concrete. Shout out to B. He says, confused by the anti-marriage sentiment. Many of these guys in the chat are the same bros who cheer KS on when he uses black women not being married, single moms as a cudgel, um, which is why, which is y'all. Which is it? Which is it? Y'all pro-marriage pro -marriage or not? Or not. Um, you know, it's it's really, really interesting because I always think that they're more so pro-marriage than they are against it. Um, and, you know, a lot of men want to actually be married within the space, but haven't they haven't been able to find anybody that they feel is worth marrying. But I think that if most men found somebody that was worth it, they would all go. So, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's just the thing. Um, shout out to Man of Tomorrow. He says, shout out oh. to the prophet of everyone else's thoughts. Well, you <laughs> know, I'm going to grant me a moment to address this, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is the last time I'm going to address this particular person. Number one, Negro, I'm not the person running around following other people just to drop super chats to try to disparage them. Exactly. Number two, number two. I don't watch you. You watch me. Number three, if you spent as much time on your own self as opposed to worrying about others, brother, maybe, just maybe, you would be more respected, Negro. But that's all. All right. Well, I do have another question. <laughs> oh, really quickly. Also, shout out to Kit Clouds. Thank you, bro, for the cash app. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you so much for that. Um, my next question is, do the married men in this space 
give an accurate depiction of what's really going on within the marital relationships because you know you'll hear from the chat that most people think that the married men in this space uh give off a picture of like the perfect life uh type of guys oh my woman cook clean she gives it up six times a day um she plants um she makes everything from scratch um i've never had a sandwich in my house do men married men within the space give an accurate depiction of what relationships are really like within those marriages um mr curlin i'll start with you I would say they give an accurate depiction of what their marriage and their relationship is like, not necessarily how it is for everyone. Okay. Um, I mean, take us for example, you know, we had our relationship report card. I got a A minus and you got a B plus. <laughs> yeah, if it were perfect, she's if, still mad about it. But if it were perfect, we both would have got a hundred and that's not being real to either you or myself. There's, there's room for improvement, and we acknowledge that. And we're, we've already uh, are adjusting to it and growing upon it. And, and that's in turn, that's going to make us better, but not necessarily how it's portrayed to the public, so to speak. I think when he gave me that B, um, he was really, really sleepy that day. But <laughs> yeah. This shit here. Um, are I thought he was like super duper tired, like tired, like I can't stand her. Um, I think I had gave him too much vodka and and tea that day, but go off, bro. That's um, what it was. Huh? <laughs> and I did. Nah. Ooh. I ain't gonna say no. I'm gonna be the submissive wife that I am. Um. <laughs> Gabe, A, what are your thoughts? One, I think that, um, I don't think that happily married men follow other YouTubers around YouTube and super chat misspelled words. I don't even know what debater is, but um, I think that's one thing. And I'm sorry, what was the question again, Sister Joyce? I was just, <laughs> just ready for that. Y'all so messy. This is hilarious. Because <laughs> we're not even talking about what debater like what is no that? no no my question was mm -hmm. do married men in this space give an accurate depiction of what marriage is really like because okay. um married men seem to present that you know they're living the perfect life like they have the submissive yeah. wife she cooks she cleans she uh you know they're able to get it uh six times a day whatever are they yeah. given an accurate depiction of what marriage married life is really like versus um, you know? I don't I don't let's see. I think that most of us, I think that most people who aren't, and I don't want to say for lack of a better term, messy, right? My personal marriage, I guess, struggles or my personal marriage intricacies and the details is not audience for the black manosphere youtube audience if that makes sense it like does. it's 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 not for them it's to not know content. it's not like my my personal situations are not it's not content for y'all to kind of eat up and use as ammunition at a later time or something so so i wouldn't say that we don't present an accurate depiction of marriage but i don't think that we tell all of our story i don't think we tell all of our business and at times let me not even just say 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 that not even the most intri intricate things but i don't think that we say a lot about it at all a lot about the details 
And I think I think that there are things that we can share, right? That that wouldn't fall into the category of messy. But um, yeah, I think one we don't share a lot um, of the intricacies of our relationships because it's not everybody's business. And two, I don't think we share the things that we can share either. So I do think that it might also be a um, it might also be I wouldn't even say a negative of us, but I just don't think that we share share enough in general. I think that's a good point, Gabe. Um, I think that's a good point. Um, Black Wizard, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think uh, nobody really tells an accurate uh, depiction of what uh, happens in a marriage relationship. Um, one of those reasons, I think, is because like kind of what Gabe Abe was saying, it's like, you know, relationships, especially in marriage, is a fragile thing. And keeping as many people out of it as possible is kind of paramount to its success. It's like why is one of the main things a counselor, you know, a marriage counselor will tell you is like not to invite a bunch of people into your marriage. So, you know, because other people's opinions can hurt your relationship. So um, there's that side of it. And then there's and then yeah, it, just like Gabe was saying, too, you know, my marriage isn't content. So so I'm not I'm not out here, you know, trying to give people content. But you, you know what I'm saying? But like if mm-hmm. if it was asked of me, you know, I would I would, you know, tell somebody in private, what have you. But, you know, the Internet's just not a good place to start talking about how you <laughs> yeah. feel about your marriage. Um, yeah. it, one of the things I'm grateful for for this space is that it kind of brings the a male perspective of it now, you know, whether, whether you see, you know, it as a little tumultuous or not, that's a, that's up to you. But that's uh, I think that's what, that's one thing that uh, it kind of bring, it brings into a perspective, Hey, men are people too with feelings as well. So um, I think that, I think that's kind of doing it, but as far as just inside a marriage, no, I don't think anybody does that. Okay. Um, Teapot, what about you? What are your thoughts? Um, I would have to concur with the, with the brothers. I mean, you know, uh, my relationship, you know, with my wife, it is not content. I mean, I've been married longer than everybody up here and, uh, you, you don't see me doing a lot of shows about marriage. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to get up here and be like, well, this is what you should do if you're married. Um, nah, I mean, my, my content is about other things. So I I don't believe in bringing other people into my marriage. I don't believe in giving marriage tips. I don't believe in saying this is what you should look for in a woman to marry. I mean, that's just not my thing. You know, my my marriage is separate from any of this freaking uh, uh, media crap. All right. It's, It's separate from this media crap, man. I mean, this media is as its own. It has its own thing. Okay, it has its own thing. It has its own section in my life. My relationship and most of my life is separate from what I do up here. All right. And I intend on keeping it that way. Why would I why would I want to put my relationship on display, my life on display, certain thoughts that I have on display? Why? So they can be under attack by detractors, you know, those detractors, you know, who used to like you a year ago and now they hate you. You know, I mean, why would I I mean, why would I put myself in that position? You know, why would I put myself in that position? I mean, it's just it's a waste of time, just like a lot of these people online are. 
a waste of time. And I don't believe I have all the answers. See, that's the thing. I know I don't. All right. Unlike others, I don't believe I have all the goddamn answers. Not even close. I'm just another person with a mic, a computer, a camera and an ideology. That's it. I don't see myself as no more than that on here because that's what we're talking about on here. Now, you got a lot of people on here who think they damn channel is some type of community outreach. They think it's the NAACP or the YMCA. Okay. <laughs> they, that's what they think their channel is. News, news splash Negroes. It's not. It's not. A lot of but people use them to organize, but really what they're doing is to antagonize other people. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, man, they're using their channel to try to be some damn cult leader. And they're uh -oh. failing at that. They're failing at that. All right? Because if they were succeeding at it, they wouldn't have so much problems with other people. If they were really succeeding at what they claim they're doing, they wouldn't have so many problems with others. They wouldn't care what others were doing. They wouldn't care what others were saying. They wouldn't because they're, res they're respected, they're successful, and all of that. They wouldn't care what other people are saying or doing. They wouldn't yeah, care at all. You don't be a political advocate in, or, or, or activist. And you don't have anybody to follow you. I mean, you just clear a house every time you go live. But, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. So, mm. yeah, sorry about that. Man, like a lot of us, man, we, we just up here talking, man, most of us, man. <laughs> if you were if you was to look at some of these people's lives, man, a lot of these people's lives are in freaking shambles, man. If you was to put like a uh, like a cop cam or a body cam, or one of them, uh, you know, spy cams like on on their suit or the jacket or the hat and follow them around for a week, you would be surprised of how in shambles their lives really are. Uh, I'm sure you would be. Yeah, I'm sure you would be. Okay. You'd be surprised. Um, well. I'm going to read these super chats and let Concrete get on with her next question. A shout out to Man of Tomorrow. He says, failed black men don't debate. Um, thank you so much for that super chat. Um, shout out to SKC. He says, marriage is not a lifestyle for selfish people. Um, thank you so much for that. Um, let's... Uh, Here's a super chat from Man of Tomorrow again. Thank you so much for your support. He says, let's talk black boy failure, your PhDs, teachers, and prison failures versus MOT. Um, thank you so much for that, um, MOT. Shout out to Team King Real Estate, who just became a new Welcome. member. Welcome to the channel. Um, Team King Real Estate, I'm happy you became a member. You you won't regret it. Thank you so much for that. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, quite frankly, there is no one accurate description of a good marriage. A marriage either works or it does not. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele again. He says, I have seen five married couples on YouTube who showed me different views of a good marriage um mm -hmm. absolutely i think there are some good marriages and you 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 know marriage is marriage you you go through your ups and downs with it um absolutely. shout out to smargo he says let mlt up he's married <laughs> um i don't think we were going to open the panel or no today 
But um, I do I'm have. Sure if y'all do a metal or bride live live stream, MSNBC I didn't know too. that he was married. That must uh, well, congratulations because I know when I first came to the space, I don't believe he was married. So congratulations, MOT. But congratulations uh, on your purchase, MOT. Congratulations do, on your purchase. Uh, a panel will have to consider MOT too. But I have mm-hmm. a question that I do want to ask. BGS asked in the chat, why are happily married blue pill men in the manosphere? So I want to rephrase the question and ask, being happily married men, do you see that there could, you're, is it possible or do you see that there is a conflict? Do you think that there's a conflict with you being in the space? And what do your um, wives think of you being frequenting the space, being that, you know, the rhetoric in the space is so anti-marriage and can be considered pretty misogynistic. So um, just starting with bro Carlin, I'll let you take that and then we'll go to Gabe A. Well, I mean, let's be honest, Bay is more heavy in the space than I am. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's true. Like for, for me, I've I've reached a, a point to where I kind of understand who everyone is and I can damn near predict what they're going to say during a conversation. So the, the mystery is gone. Uh, I'm no longer interested. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to topics like interpersonal relationships and marriage and women and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, if, if they're talking business or trades or crypto worldviews, stuff like that, then yeah, I'll, you know, sometimes I'll listen if I have time, but, uh, outside of that, I'm good. Okay. Thank you. That is true. You have a unique situation being that your wife is a content creator in the space and definitely frequents frequents lots of channels within the space too. So I, yeah, I, I could assume that she, she don't care nothing about you being in the space. Um, but thank you, bro, Carlin. Uh, Gabe, hey, what about you? I'm sorry. Can you ask, ask the question one more time? Sure. Um, I wanted to know if you see it as a conflict being in the space, being that being as though you are a happily married man in a space that is anti-marriage, that promotes uh, promotes a lot of misogynoir and, you know, could be considered woman hating. Um, I want to know if you see a conflict and also what your wife thinks of you being in the space. Um, I think it's a conflict in certain places within the black manosphere because because it's not like a homogenous like everybody's channels are not homogenous they aren't covering sure. the same information just like what Carlin was saying right it depends on on the topic that they're covering so i think in certain places i would kind of invite the <laughs> you know i would kind of invite the um the the pushback when i used to go to like ramil's channel or something because i know ramil is very much so anti or he was right shout out to sister george and Carlin. <laughs> But um, he was very much so anti-marriage. So sometimes I would go over there just to, you know, kick back and talk and talk junk. But um, on other places, like with like O'Shea's channel, right? I've been a contributor and making content over there for the uh, Hall of Game. And there we talk about career aspirations, um, things as it concerns black men and corporate environments, entrepreneurship, when we have a chance to go go live. So I don't think that I am in conflict over there. But in on other channels, I am in conflict, and yeah, my wife don't care. Like she, she just do her own thing. Like, and that's another thing about marriage, right? It everything 
that your spouse does doesn't need to be, I guess, criticized or really even understood. All right. I have a very big background in like um, so when I was in high school, I was in like a black marching band. So for those who have been in black marching bands, you know that that's like a culture. Right. We done went to the bowl games. We done went to the Southerns, the FAMUs, the Jackson States. We went to the to the the, the Bayou Classics and all that. My wife knows nothing about that. She has no comments. She don't she don't even like bands. She don't even like instruments. Right. And I'm a musician. So she doesn't have any involvement in that. So just like with the black manosphere and with the band stuff in my life, my wife is not a part of that. And she is OK with that. And I'm OK with that. So um, she doesn't care. Thank you. Thank you, Gabe. All right. Uh, Black Wizard, what about you? Um, I tend to, when I got into the space, I tend to float more around the, the MGTOW stuff. Um, so I guess that equates to now the more like the Dr. Tiasan Johnson's and the BGS. And this is, a, that's the kind of content that I listen to um, and where it's more down. talking about <laughs> the breakdown, the, the, where it's more <laughs> talking about like what, can be done or uh, what does a situation look like on the ground and kind of trying to break that down into an intelligible way. One of the reasons that I got involved in the space is because the things that were mentioned were things that I was seeing and I was trying to parse the information for, okay, if this is what I'm seeing and this is what's going on, you know, in my life, then how does that relate to my life? And I would just kind of take it apart and put it together. Um, now I kind of just kind of float around the PhD uh, section of the of the manosphere. I don't really float around the the all out uh, entertainment war. I guess in a, the all out entertainment war sector anymore. Um, so, um, in, in I guess to answer your question, no, my wife did, does not like it. <laughs> <laughs> she does not. Um, but I think I think she I, I think she kind of resigned that uh well she one sees that it doesn't actually affect how i go about my my daily life so she's and, and two she like i'm so like uh i guess bullheaded with what i want to do that she knows that it's not worth kind of uh, kind of addressing me about it so so you know, know i'm just sure. here for the information but um <laughs> but yeah that's that's pretty Good much to it. Know, though all right, um, Brother Teapot, uh, what about you? Well, the short answer is no. <laughs> I don't think it. I, I don't think it conflicts with with me at all. I mean, you know, it, it all depends on what you're taking in and what you're doing. I mean, I, what goes on on the internet would never conflict with what I have going on in my life. You know, I mean, because this isn't my life, right? This is something I do. This is not right. who I am, okay? The internet is not what I do. Now, for those of you who the internet is what you do, more power to your ass. But uh, this this is not this is not uh who I this is not who I am, man. It's, this is just something that I do. So, I mean, it would never conflict with with you know, with my life or my wife or my children or my business or anything else that's going on in my life. Um, it hasn't cost me anything. Um, it, it hasn't uh, been a detriment to my life. Um, it's had some advantages, you know, because I'm in certain spaces, but believe it or not, and don't take this the wrong way, brothers, but a lot of people that I'm subscribed to, I don't even watch. 
I don't even watch them, even though I'm subscribed to them. I, I haven't watched them. A lot of them, I haven't watched them in like a year, a year and a half. So it's not like I'm ingesting, you know, all of this stuff. I'm not ingesting all of these different red pill philosophies or manosphere philosophies. I'm not right. ingesting all this stuff and now applying it to my life when I close the laptop. No, not even close. Why would I? Mm -hmm. This is the internet, man. I mean, a dude my age, if I have to come to the damn internet for answers to my life, something's wrong there. If I have to come to the internet to solve problems that are going on in my real life, something is wrong there. At least I would think that way about myself. I don't know about other people, but me, if I have to come to you Negroes to solve problems with my wife or my children or my grandchildren or my business or my whatever, uh -oh. that means something is wrong with me. That's what that would mean to me. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know what else I would have to do? Stop being on here because I'm relying on it a little too much. But that's all. You know what? And I respect that. And it makes sense. You're mature. Your marriage has spanned over more than two decades. So, of course, you know, you're not you're not coming here looking for advice. I think <clears throat> there are some young men and there are people in newer marriages that might be influenced by the space. They're more impressionable. They're ingesting the information. They're still trying to find their way. They don't have a ton of relationship experience but i think you said it very well you know you have an established relationship that you absolutely are not coming to this space looking for advice and or modifying things in your life based on the rhetoric that you hear from this space that is absolutely um true concrete um shout out to danica marie up in this thing she says happy new year just stopping through um, Happy if you New guys you don't too. know, um, Danica Marie and Six the Goddess have mm -hmm. actually um, done a collaborative channel um, called D6. Danica, if you're still in the building or if somebody could drop the link to their new channel so you guys can all go and subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to you, Danica. Happy New Year. Doing and big I wish things. You, la you ladies much, much success on your new channel and your new um, that's dope. Shout out to Eugene Steele. What's up, Eugene? Up in this thing. He says, fellas, I want to give, I want to thank you for giving me more insight on marriages and your views of the manosphere. I have been trying to understand the manosphere for quite some time. I learned about most relationships and marriages from black women content creators. Um, thank you so, so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you, Eugene. I really appreciate that. Um, my next question is, um, would you classify your marriage, your marriages as traditional? Um, Curlin, we'll start with you. Yes. <laughs> Short and to the point. Okay. Um, Gabe, A, what about you? <laughs> um, in some aspects, yes. And in some aspects, no. Um, you want to know the aspects of no, or yes. <laughs> I guess the aspects of no is because my wife 
works. So she works. And then I guess in the traditional sphere, right? Typically wives don't don't work if I'm getting that correct. I, I guess um, to a certain degree, because mm -hmm. I think most women have worked in marriages for as long as most of us have been alive. Most okay. women work within their relationships. Um, people kind of give the aspect of like um, cooking, cleaning, her being a housewife, her just being barefoot and pregnant all the time. You know, that I think that would mm -hmm. be an old view of what traditional relationships look like. But okay. I would say within American society, most women have worked within their relationships. Okay, so I would say I would take that no away, but I would add another one because I also cook and clean. So okay. my wife cooks and cleans. I cook and clean because I'm very good at cooking. I'm very, I'm, well, I think I'm pretty good at cooking, right? So I don't think that that's a typical thing, right? Or if something is like out of place, I, like I've already been cleaning before we got married. So why am I just, why am I just gonna stop? Like she doesn't assign me chores or anything, <laughs> but uh, I'll just make it my, attention like like i'll make it my responsibility to clean something up so i don't so she doesn't do all the cooking or cleaning herself so i would say that's that's my no as it concerns okay. a, tra a, a traditional marriage okay um black wizard what about you I bet, yeah um i would say like gabe it's traditional in some ways and not in others so uh it's traditional in the sense that um I'm fortunate to work a job where I make a lot of money. So um, she doesn't she doesn't do a traditional job. She kind of focuses on her. Uh, she wants to be a singer, so she goes out and she travels sometimes with a cover band, and uh, she makes a little bit of money That's for that. So cool. But yeah, Tell for her to like come help nine, us do our intro. <laughs> I love it. But She's like so interesting. Yeah, but like ninety-eight percent of the household wealth is what I is is my responsibility, and then the responsibility of overarching decisions of our house. Like, for instance, we're talking about moving soon, so um, I make decisions like that. I make our financial decisions, um, and she kind of focuses more on you know, uh, cooking, uh, doing laundry, uh, making sure Deborah reads a lot. Um, Deborah is the name of our son. So <laughs> making sure he reads a lot and, you know, taking, you know, doing his hooked on phonics and getting them into routines and all kinds of things like that. So um, they still it's traditional in that sense. Man, yeah, phonics works. They do. I, I didn't know they do. It's actually free on YouTube. Like you get. <laughs> I didn't know that. But anyway, so mm -hmm. so there's that. And the aspects that it's not traditional is like, um, I would say there's a bit of traditionality where it's like, um, I don't know. There's there's a sense of traditionality, and I might be wrong about this, where I where I get the idea that the the dude just kind of like is like, you know, shut up, we're doing <laughs> we're doing it my Wait, way. Wait, what? Like, that's traditional. But, <laughs> that's traditional relationship. I don't know. That's what a lot like of people said, think it wrong. is. I would say, I, like I said, I could be wrong, um, but but in in my house, it's more like um, it's more like we talk together, and then we like she tells me what she would like, and then I try to 
bend in that direction to get her what she wants. Like if, it, if in regards to like furniture or, you know, something like that, she has, she, I don't know if she wants me to say this, but I'm going to, she also has like a, a, a lot of uh, allotment for my check that goes to account for her so that she can spend for whatever she wants to do and that kind of thing. So it's not traditional in that sense. It's probably more modern. But you guys' relationship seems more traditional than most, like, to be completely honest. Being that you're the primary breadwinner and, you know, like, it seems more traditional than most. Um, I I think most of us will probably, like, those of us who do have traditional relationships, there may be, like, a modern twist on traditional relationships because we're in a different day and time. But I, your relationship sounds more traditional than most relationships um, that I know from people that I, marriages that I know of. Um, I'm going to get to Teapot and then just a couple things I just want to address. Teapot, what are your thoughts? Um, I would have to say it's more traditional than it is not. Um, just because how we are, how long we've been together and what our roles are now um it may have been a little less traditional back in the day uh because back in the day she made more money than me um <laughs> but you know now it's pretty you know now that we old folk you know i mean it's pretty traditional i mean that's all i can pretty say i mean it wasn't in the beginning i mean when i first met my wife i was just a working stiff just a nine to five up for the most part you know and she made way more money than i did um but it, it's it's totally different now. Um, you know, I, I'm the person who does the bulk of everything. I do the heavy lifting. So, I mean, it, it's pretty traditional. I mean, it's pretty okay. traditional. Um, shout out to Bomb Cherry. She says, Curlin M, sorry to say, but there is nothing traditional about your marriage. It's nice to think that, though. Um, and then she came back and said that um, traditional marriage would be, um, let me make sure I have it correct. Let me make sure. Okay. Um, she was saying a traditional marriage equals women having no bank account. And um, it was one more thing. Um, I mean, traditional for like what? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, or or traditional marriages, marry, marrying before children. Now, I don't disagree with those points, but I think we've kind of moved into um, a new day and age. Mm -hmm. But like how you run your household, um, is it equal decision making? Is the husband traditionally the leader of the household? Right. And I would say in that regard, we're very traditional and my husband is the leader of our household. Um, yeah. I would say in that regard is where I was meaning by traditional, but I do understand your point. And that's the thing. That's why I said it's, it could be traditional with a modern twist. Like there may be um, aspects of your marriage that is traditional, like tradition. um, All of us, I don't care who we are. Like if we are discussing the aspects of our marriage, I'm sure that there's something about our marriage that most would not find traditional. Like that's what I was going to ask. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to ask like, what would you all consider to be not traditional? And then I can say yay or nay to that. Um, I would say if um, you would say that your woman would have more so um, like your woman would have more so more say of the household or 
um your woman, the woman has is this, leading um equal you know very equal absolutely maybe pastor. you don't even work uh, outside the home you stay home and take care of the children and the woman mm. is the sole and or primary breadwinner the woman is you know um paying the bulk of the bills um the woman has the final decision making ability like i i, I mean i think there are, we could give a ton of different examples, but I think most of what I've heard described here, I would fit into a more traditional, um, um, into the definition of traditional versus um, a completely modern marriage. Um, but I think that in, in some ways there may be modern aspects of our marriage or our relationships that we have that we um, do possess, but um, you know, it, I wouldn't say anything that I've heard is 100% traditional, but also I wouldn't say, I would say that it leans more towards traditional than modern. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. Um, shout out to there. I said it. He says the spear is about black male empowerment. Any woman married to a black man should love it. Um, well, I definitely do. Um, you know, I, I I don't find any I don't find any arguments in that. I think you bring about a really good point. Um, yeah. Concrete, do you have? I have um, one final question. Okay. Um, last question that I have is, um, let me see really quickly. Oh, okay. So with um, men in the space and black men in general today seeming to be so dissatisfied with black women. We are hearing rhetoric regarding the fact that black women are not good people, that only 20% of black women today are even marriage-minded or marriage material or quality women. With that being said, I wanna know from you guys, this is just for my own personal benefit, how you knew she was the one or what made her stand out and stand um, out from the rest and I'm operating under the assumption I believe I'm true I'm correct though that um everybody here is married to a black woman but um my question is how did you know that she was the one especially in a world marred by I uh this narrative that black women are not good people and the majority of black women that you come across are not quality so starting with bro Carla uh for me it was <clears throat> It was her aspiration to improve herself and become more self-aware and have the ability to call her own bullshit. Um, that is something that you don't really see a lot these days, especially, you know, in the age of influence and social media where anybody can portray a lie with a picture. Um, for for example, the that Ari Fletcher, uh, uh, you know, uh, instance y'all were speaking on earlier, it was just like a bunch of perpetual victimhood, instead of skipping over, and, and, but instead what you saw was by, by and large, a lot of the women in the comments were just skipping over the fact that she said that she, induces a lot of her own trauma. You know what I'm saying? So. It, for, for me, it's it that that is is what drew me to her. Um, and like I said, from there, I was like, "Hey, I got I, I found somebody I could I can work with." You so know? it wasn't because I had a big old. Oh, okay. That helps. Well, you asked. I really think you were. I cannot. I can't. That was it. 
<laughs> but, 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 but real talk like like the the aspiration for per, personal growth is is huge especially as you get older and you know more people and uh, older people are typically more and more set in their ways and once you a lot of people find that lane they they never move out of it you know and, and then they, they wonder why a lot of their results are the same especially if they always appear to be a, a victim or always, you know, appear to have something quote unquote bad happening to them. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thank, um, you. thank you, Mr. Curlin. Very You're interesting. <laughs> um, Gabe, a, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's the, it starts off with it. Like a, it was some foundational things that needed to be there. Right. Of course attractiveness i had to be attracted to her occupation i think her occupation aligned with what i was mainly looking for maybe like a, i was looking for like a, a nurse or a teacher social worker somewhere along those those lines occupations that kind of bring out you know more of those female or those feminine type of traits in women um uh, faith we had the same faith we have the same faith found foundation go to the same church and everything so that was that was another thing but then I think that the really big, the thing that kind of sealed the deal was like, when I talk to her, when I talk to my wife, I see that she listens and not only listens, but actively listens and applies what I say to things outside of our conversation. So when I speak, I'm seeing she's attentive, she's listening. Sometimes she'll even write some stuff down. So I think that that's a, that, that shows a willingness to kind of go along with the words that i say or 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 my direction that i that i'm placing for our for our family so i think that that kind of was the thing that sealed sealed the deal for me having the foundational things there but even the fact that she she um listens to what i say thank you thank you gabe i appreciate that um next black wizard uh what, what how did you know that mrs black witch was the one it's gonna sound like I'm just making this up, but I promise you, um, it's the truth. Um, when I met her, I knew that I was going to marry, I knew it was gonna go one or two directions. I knew I was gonna marry her or it's gonna fail abysmally. So, so like, it was just, <laughs> it was just in meeting her and um, just seeing her immediately, I knew. But it, when we were like, we were kind of set up by a friend of mine and we were going to like a nightclub to, um, you know, to, you know, have our first date, whatever. So she got in the car with me and we drove. Um, it was like a, the nightclub was like an hour away. So we drove together and I didn't know anything about her at the time. And we didn't, we didn't have any prior information on each other. We, just, we knew a little bit, but we got in the car, we started talking and the conversation just with the entire time there, the conversation was completely smooth. Um, it was unlike any date I'd ever been on before. Um, and it was just really, things just flowed really organically. Um, it didn't feel like I had to try or had to put on some kind of um, facade for me to get to her interest. It just seemed like what I liked interests her. Like she likes music, I like music. We were just kind of talking and going back and forth. And when, I don't know, when, when I was dating, they're like I was dating for marriage so when I would date to when I would date people if I or when when I would date I, within the week 
within like the first week of dating of the dating process, a week or two, I'd be like, I don't like this person. We're done. And I would just move to the next person. But with her, it was like really interesting. It kept, it kept going. So I knew it was going to work. That. Okay. Um, Teapot, what about you? Yeah. Um, my story's similar uh, to Brother Black Wizard. I mean, when I met my wife, uh, I, I knew we would end up getting married. I knew we would, or, or should I say, I predicted we would get married and I predicted that we would be together for a long time. And, and I was right. Um, she was different from all the other women that I had around me. Cause when I met her, I lived by myself, you know, and uh, you know, out of all the women that came through, she was different from the rest of them. I mean, and, and that's pretty much what we want, right? As men, we want someone that's different. We want someone that understands us. We under, We want someone who's willing to get on our program and uh, she came right in the door like that. And a lot of other women did not. You know, they, they didn't come right in the door like that. She came right in the door like that, you know, because I'm a true believer that, you know, uh, women don't become wifey material uh, after the ring. I believe they are wifey material before the ring. Mm. And she was she was that before the you know before the ring she was already wife material before i ever put a ring on her finger she did a lot of the things that you know i wanted in a wife i don't know what other brothers want but i knew what i wanted and you know she displayed it and in the beginning like i said i was living by myself so you know i thought it was an act so you know i did a lot of you know crap testing to see if it was real, to see if it was, you know, legitimate, to see if it was authentic. And, you know, she, she passed those tests. So I said, this this must be real. So, I mean, to, to be honest with you, I, I kind of knew from the very beginning, especially when she started passing all my tests I was throwing out there. I was like, damn. This just might be. <laughs> he was <acing laughs> this, him, huh? Yeah, this might just be the real thing. So, in a nutshell, you know, she was she was wifey material before I ever proposed, bought an engagement ring or wedding ring. She was wifey material way before that. Oh, outstanding, outstanding, outstanding! Thank you so much for that. Um, shout out to Jack Spade. He says, if it's not one hundred percent traditional then it's not traditional. It's a modern conserv conservative or moderate liberal marriage. As Joe Biden would say, come on, man. Um, thank you so much for that, Jack Spade. We really appreciate you. I said traditional with a modern twist, Jack Spade. That's what I said. Honey, you know they gonna analyze I'm not about and, to deal with that fool. Down <laughs> I refuse. Tear it apart, honey. So you already know how this goes. I do have, I had a couple of more questions, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to ask y'all <laughs> this question on a scale of one to 10, how much has your wife been influenced by the sisterhood or qu feminism, quote unquote? Great um, question. Thank you so much. Uh, Carlin, we'll start with you. You want a then or a now? <laughs> Both. <laughs> then I would say uh, nine out of ten. What? 
now you said yourself you was a terrorist back in your day though babe jeez <laughs> no but you I, let that I, man tell his truth yeah yeah i, I i've Kyle, seen the growth you number lying on me <laughs> ain't nobody lying on you but Hell, listen he, wait he, let he, him he, wait till he give you the now yeah he, 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 even roger has said that y'all y'all don't understand sister george used to be a terrorist i'm telling you she was some serious out here in these streets so, <laughs> Roger was but, also lying on me because no, he wasn't. <laughs> but 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 now now just like I said, personal growth, uh, accountability is a big thing with me. And like I was saying before, you 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 can call when you're on some bullshit, and you and in being able to call your own bullshit, you can easily see other people's too. You see what I'm saying? Yes, it's sir. it's it's about understanding people and how people work. And that was a huge draw for me. Um, now I would say uh, maybe out of 10, two and a half to three. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, I mean, th th there's still some social influence there, but by and large, you have a very good control over it. Thank you so much, Mr. Curlin. I really appreciate welcome, that. Baby. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Gabe, what about you? <laughs> mm, I would say probably like a five, probably somewhere in the middle. Um, because she's had such a strong influence of her father in her life that a lot of all that ratchetness, a lot of all that, you know, the trash that's very prevalent in today, you know, get the bad culture scamming and, and just twerking on tables. Like she, she ain't, she ain't never been about that, but things that's a concerns like the black community, things like the Democratic Party and liberalism. I, th I think she had a lot of that right before we had got married. But um, that's definitely kind of seceded since <laughs> because she's really just, you know, started reading, just be listening to me and everything. And also just having conversations and also searching on YouTube and articles and on the Internet her herself. She's come to a different realization. So I kind of right there with Carolyn starting off at like a well, I don't know where he started you off at, but I but I think Child, <laughs> my like a, wife a, is a like living, at a two or well, hurt my feelings. That's okay. <laughs> I, I think she's probably like a like probably like a two like like lower, several okay. two or two or three points lower than she was okay. before. Cool. Um, Black Wizard, what about you? Mm, all right. Um, so I, I would say she's probably at like a six. Um yeah, I'd probably say she's 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 about a six. Okay. Okay. Um Teapot, what about you? Uh I would say about a four. Um because you know she's a female, so of course you know there's gonna be some some influences that you know affect uh, women different than they do men because we think different, we process things differently, you know, we have different points of view. But I mean, my wife, she was raised by an Israelite father. So, I mean, when I met her, she already, she wasn't like this, you know, fist in the air, burning her bra feminist. She just wasn't when I met her. I mean, she wasn't that. Um, she she came to me as a, I guess when, when we got together, though, I'd have to say she might have been a five or six at that time, possibly. But now she's definitely more like a, three or four i mean she's been influenced by me she's been around me um a very very long time so i mean 
you know, she she has taken on some of my influences. She has, you know, ingested some of my ideals, not just about men, but also about women. So I, I would definitely put her like a three or four now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Well, um, that was interesting. Very interesting. Very, very. There was a great, great question. Thank you. Um, well, I don't have any more questions. Shout out to B. He said Curlin was Wagonator, Wagonator. Curlin already answered. Um, so thank you so much, B, for your super, super chat. Um, this was a really, really, really great discussion. Um, I, I wish we could do a part two because I, I do think there was some things that we didn't really get a chance to I, do, I know. I have like three or four questions, but I'm like, it's three hours. It's Sunday afternoon. These men, I know they got some honeydew lists that they're supposed to be working on. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's that? What's a honeydew list? <laughs> What's that? You know what it is. <laughs> But I, I I think that um yeah this was a really really good show um you you guys were great um and you were guys really provided some real insight on mm -hmm. um real relationships like real marriages as opposed to people not being marriage but trying to speak uh speak from somebody else's experience mm -hmm. or going off of what other people say about relationships but haven't been in them themselves. So I'm glad we got a chance to actually hear um, you guys' perspective. I, I think that was dope. Me too. Um, I think we should do a divorce, uh, a divorce show. Oh, we might need to do that. That's yeah. actually a good idea. <laughs> oh, here come Grinch. So we all just gonna pretend that we don't like ratchets, huh? Wow. Okay, fellas. <laughs> Nobody nah, said he they like didn't ratchets. like them. They didn't marry them. Mm. There's yeah, some, gonna have there's to some truth abortion. in that statement, though. <laughs> you like ratchets, babe? I mean, but no, not... no. Th th think about it. <laughs> okay. Who, who, by and large, what type of woman is complained about most around these here parts? Ratchets. ratchets. Point made. Okay. But but the title says married. <laughs> like why? <laughs> it, okay. Right, 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 right. But but he specifically said like. So yeah, I I I, yeah, I got I the difference. I got the difference, but yeah, yeah. Um, more well, he should consider this divorce, as more ratchets divorce, for him. Uh, I'm a sorry. Show. I think the divorce show is gonna be lit lit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about to be 17 people on that panel. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna keep it hot over here. <laughs> you, you, you you might ha you have to know. have to uh, um actually ask for. Uh, okay, we we need to see a, a, a the, the front sheet of your divorce paper so you ain't capping because oh. you know you know Cass will have a bunch a lot to say and have never been there. You know Definitely. what I mean? So yeah, yeah, so many. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was really really a great show. Shout out to you fellas. Um, mm -hmm. do you guys have any final thoughts? And we'll start with Carlin. Um, I would say just like I said in the interview that you did with me. Um, marriage isn't for everybody. Um, if, if, if it's what you decide to do, then you need to plan and move accordingly. Um, like, like we said before, the laws are the laws, the rules are the rules, and you need to play your game of chess that best suits you. Um, it's your risk to take and no one else's. That's, mm -hmm. that's about it. Okay. 
Gabe, what are your final thoughts? Mm, let's see. Hmm. Um. Yeah, marriage ain't for everybody. I th I think everybody's been saying that on on this uh, panel. Um. Just do what's best for you. Um. I think even it's an aspect of people looking at the numbers as a particular decider for why they might go into marriage or not go into marriage. Sure, statistics are one thing, right? Those are important and they're facts, right? But I think it's important for people to look at their lives and really reflect on what statistics they have broken themselves, right? So being a black male in America who has done something successful in his life, He's graduated college or even obtained additional degrees and whatnot. Um, it's a very low percentage for a black male accomplishing that. It's a very low percentage for black males to earn over a certain amount. It's a very low percentage or there are high percentages of black males incarcerated and doing negative things. I mean, I just never have understood why statistics can be used as a compliment that brothers use to say, hey, black men are doing this and doing that. And by the numbers, it says this. Or and and it's a very slim chance for them accomplishing that. But at the same time, they look at statistics for merits and say, and pretty much attribute that to a hundred percent fail fail rate. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a great point, Gabe. I mean, do what's best for you, but at the same time, don't just utilize the talking points and the statistics that others use as a decider for what you want to do in your life. How about that? And that's it. That's great point. Great points. Um, Black Wizard, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, um, there are there were a lot of misconceptions that I had about marriage, even having two parents that have been married for 36 years that mm. I did not realize that um, that I did not realize were I had until I was actually married and especially hitting the seven and 10 year mark. Um, there are some things that I uh, recognize in marriage that I didn't before. Marriage is very, very hard. And it's not just because um, it's not just because of, you know, what uh, you could be, you know, making yourself vulnerable to as a man in the, in the, in the sense of divorce or anything like that. It's just hard to get along with somebody who's not you. So, so um, with that, with that mind, I would tell, any guy to take marriage if you're actually going to consider it extremely seriously um, when you're in a relationship with somebody um, when you're in relationship with a woman it, it, it's it's when you you are choosing the uh, heart in the air of your house so um, how they deal with stuff is how the house will deal with stuff so yeah and and you know you have to be you you want to be very intentional on what it means to actually choose the person that you want to you know spend the rest of your life with if you do decide that you want to get married i am i am very grateful that this space exists where men can talk about you know the things that they've experienced through divorce and the the facts on the ground about the environment that we live in and uh, I'm glad I'm glad it exists for a, a lot of the men coming up today. But at the same time, I agree with Gabe in the sense that um, your life isn't just a set of data that you can predict to, you know, 
predict to like certainty what is going to happen. Um, it's in our nature to be in a relationship with each other, whether you choose to get married or not, you know, that's up to you, but maybe you can find a long-term committed relationship with someone that doesn't, you know, necessarily agree with the institution of marriage instead, you know, uh, I just, I just think that it's best for people to seek their happiness. And if that means you go MGTOW and you're a monk and you never, you know, interact with, you know, women in a relationship way again, or you, have long-term relationships without marriage. I think that make sure when you're going into these spaces that you're not just looking at everything as some kind of set of data, that you're looking at it in the experience and lens of your life as well. Mm. Well, great point, Black Wizard. Outstanding. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, good stuff, Black Wizard. You have some very solid points throughout, but I agree with your um, overall final commentary. Thank you. Um, Teapot, what are your final thoughts? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, I appreciate you for, for inviting me on, uh, uh, Lady Danielle and Lady Concrete. Uh, shout out to the brothers who was on here, Brother Curlin, Brother Black Wizard, and of course, Brother Gabe A. Um, but, but marriage is like this, right? We all know the score, right? Uh, the married is 20 to 30%. The unmarried is 60 to 70%. So you could assume that the majority of us are just not going to be married. I mean, that that's just what it is. All right. And likewise, uh, the minority of us came out of marriage. So I, I guess it's indicative, right? It's a cycle that completes itself, right? Most of us don't come from marriages. So most of us just don't get married. Um, that says something, I guess, about us. It says something about uh, black society. It says something about society in a whole. Uh, it says something about how we look at things, man, as a people. And, and I'll say the same thing that I said at the beginning. I mean, marriage isn't for everybody. Um, don't do it if you're not ready for it. Do it if you think you are ready for it. But when it comes down to it, and I'm talking about men and women, it's ultimately going to be what you make it. What you two people make it is what it's going to be, okay? Yeah, that, that's what it's going to be. There is, no, there is no rule book. There's no instructions to it. There's no uh, billboard you can go look to how to make it perfect and stop it from ending in divorce. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. It, it just doesn't. So just like we make individual choices about where we live, where we work, what we do for a living, who we be around, it's going to be the same way as far as marriage is concerned. It's going to be an individual choice, um, not so much as a collective consideration. That's just what it is, man. That, that's just what it is. And, you know, anybody who thinks different than that is crazy. I mean, I've been married a long, long time, man, and it's not... Um, it's not that uh, I don't um, have marriage experience, but my experience is unique. Everybody's marriage experience is unique. It's unique because the people who are in it are unique. So, I mean, anytime somebody think that, you know, it's going to be this one way, man, you crazy. It's not. What's good for me may not be good for you. What's good for your woman may not be good for my woman. So at the end of the day, it's going to be a decision 
made singularly on those people. And if you think there's a rule book to it, I got a, I got a surprise for you. You're wrong. Mm. But uh, that's it. Once again, I appreciate you ladies for having me up here. Um, Like always, you know, I'll see you on the other side. And I subscribe, by the way. One of the, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. One of the few women channels that I'm actually subscribed to. So uh, <laughs> I, I figured I'd go ahead and subscribe and uh, see what y'all up to down we here. We appreciate but, uh, that. We do. And it's going to be a lot of, a lot less, um, bs on here i've been on concrete's ass and um yeah, yeah let her tell it but thank you t-pop for Absolutely. your perspective Absolutely. i think that you laid out some very solid points like you said first of all it's not for everybody and it, you know like if it's not for you if it's not something that you desire like don't allow someone to persuade you to enter into a marriage because it's something that works for them or it's in line with their desires. So um, thank you. Thank you. Real, real solid points. This was such a good stream. Thank you. Thank you for having me on ladies and um, peace. I see y'all on the other side. Peace, brother Curly. Thank you so much. Teapot. Peace. Okay. I'm going to drop y'all down. Oh, here we go. Concrete, honey, this, mm -hmm. oh, wait, wait, wait. Shout out to Jay Shine in the building. He said, good combo, but like I told brother X, mm -hmm. y'all the last Mohicans, or the last mm. of the Mohicans. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. get the divorce men up here um, one of these yeah. days. Um, <laughs> and we gonna talk about it. I can't wait for that one. That one's gonna be definitely <laughs> interesting. Yes. Um yeah I, I mean clearly I, I don't there are very few people that are still desiring to that seem to still desire marriage um for whatever reason i'm not a big proponent proponent of state sanctioned marriage but i am a big proponent of healthy relationships um and you know whatever that leads to for you it, you know whatever it is that you desire for your life and whatever a healthy relationship leads to for you if it just leads to cohabitating and you developing a trust in order to protect you all's assets or just cohabitating without the extra steps or if it leads to state sanctioned marriage if it leads to just a um, you know, ceremony where you celebrate and um, celebrate with your loved ones and, uh, you know, whatever that looks like for you. It's going to look different for each and every person. But um, nonetheless, I felt like this was some very good conversation. I absolutely love that we have people from different walks of life, different lengths of marriage, um, you know, different um, uh they had different um, backgrounds and all the things because I think it made for even more dynamic conversation. It was just a very enjoyable um, stream. I'm not feeling 100%, but I for certain enjoyed this stream through and through. And yeah, thank you guys again for joining us. Yes. Um, uh, Omega Dreads, uh, y'all going to be calling concrete ass Miss Greyhound by the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who I, I who just threw me under the bus? She said just I threw you under the bus, child. Oh, she about how you be uh, on this BS yeah. and how we got to get this channel in order. Y'all know she, she always lying. She, she always lying. She don't do number keep up shit. Mm -hmm. be like concrete. We have to do yes, but um, 
I think this year for us is going to be a huge year mm -hmm. um, for our channel and just in general. Um, mm -hmm. I would say with some of the accomplishments that we had in 2021, um, out of all the female content creators within the space, I think we've probably had more guests on. We've done more interviews. Oh, yeah. Um, we've Absolutely. had some of the most dynamic conversations, channels. literally, yeah. from sex doula to um, prostitutes to comedians to dating coaches to all kinds of different women Authors. panels. Yes, panels, entrepreneurs. Absolutely. We've um, had some people yeah. come through here. We've brought some people absolutely. that come through this. BGS, stage. master teacher. Like we had we've had some very interesting interviews, dynamic interviews in 2021. Baby, wait till they see what we coming with in 2022 though. Well, we done already started because you know the manosphere still never mind i ain't gonna say what they ain't doing i ain't gonna mm. say what they what they what they need to be doing but mm -mm. um y'all because we ain't even tuned. focused on them nope nope mm -mm. y'all ain't gonna get the energy and i said i was gonna be nicer this year so um thank you guys so much um for joining us on this sunday you know, y'all could have been anywhere, but y'all know we gonna keep it hot. So y'all came to rock with us. So I really, 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 really um, mm -hmm. appreciate everything that, you know, how you guys support us. We really always are grateful for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jack Spade, listen, whatever. He said, sorry to break it to us, but the Pick Me channels have come for that number one spot. No one could outbeat us in creativity and innovating and uh, in, uh, innovation. No one, like at all. Um, it, it's just, it can't be done. But, you know, kudos to them. Good luck to them. And hopefully 2022 is a prosperous year for them as well. Yes, um, them being shiny does not uh take away our shine. We're we're those mm. people. We're mm. those. Never mind. Um, because <laughs> you know I could go, girl. But thank you guys so much for joining us, Toya Sun. Much love to you as well, Sugar. Mm -hmm. Really appreciate it. Um, y'all have a great start to the week, and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday with another dope ass topic. Peace. We out. <laughs>